Wow. I'm not even being sarcastic. I'm, I'm, I'm more. You've I'm, lost 50 pounds, bro. You're I'm, doing better. I'm more certain on my metabolism we're live. being fast than Obama being smart. By the way, bro, we're live. There's no just, doubt just about so Obama that. being He's smart, bro. Folks, He's come smart, on. But if you just but, got on the debate right now, it's our Ivy League people smarter than the average person and. Does Obama think he's better than others simply because he went to an Ivy League school? Hmm. Adam's saying no. Gerard's saying yes. I don't know. We can maybe, maybe talk about it. Most important thing about today's podcast, most important thing about today's podcast, listen very closely because you may save some money on your taxes based on a special <laughs> tip we're going to give you with yeah. the IRS. Okay. Yes or no? It's a big Theft. tip. Big tip. Hang on, big tip. Hang on big Don't tip. spoil it, Adam. Don't, massive, don't tell him. Massive tip we'll show you. Don't bury the lead, BizDoc. <laughs> Momentarily. Okay, so we got uh, Adam, uh, Tom, and Gerard here. Yeah. How was your morning, Pat? Uh, tell Dylan, us about your morning. Dylan had a soccer game. I don't know why they're putting soccer games this early. What I time was it Thursday. at? <clears throat> on Thursday, uh, practice started at 7-something. Game starts at uh, almost 8 o'clock, and then boom, they're going at it for 45 minutes. And I barely made it, so I'm 15 minutes away from here. How'd he do? How'd the kid do? He uh, uh, First half didn't play, didn't have the shin guards. Second half didn't. he played, and uh, he did good. They won the game 5-1. Uh, uh, they were winning 5-1 when I left with two minutes left. That's a shellacking. That's a shellacking. His team is filled with Brazilians, and he's the only Middle Eastern one. So, <laughs> yeah. You ever seen the movie Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell? Yeah, of when course. They were the, uh, yeah. Hey, Juice Box, Mike Ditka. Yeah, yeah. And they recruited the two Italian kids. That's what's going on over there at Westminster. <laughs> you know, yeah. kids, you know, people talk a lot about kids being overscheduled. And then your local soccer club, I mean, Brooke. You got who, it. Okay. Brooke, who plays defender, she's right there in front of the goalie, mm -hmm. usually captain of the defense. Thank you, Carolina. When they miss, when they miss a game, they do the same thing. Pat Thank Brooke you. has had like a 11 o'clock Sunday game, 10 o'clock Sunday game, and Ratings then just and then like a two o'clock Sunday game, and they run these double headers. I mean, these are the same parents who are complaining that the kids are overscheduled, who are with their local soccer group putting I mean, double they headers. Take this stuff very seriously, by the way. They oh, they do take it seriously. seriously. FYI, if anybody knows a great, I'm not talking an average. Anybody knows the best soccer coach to coach uh, uh, to my kids. Mm. I am looking for a killer one. I'm not looking for a regular one. I'm looking for David a killer Bata. one. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for somebody here south, Florida. If you know it, DM me, send me a... That's uh, exactly. I got you, Pat. Within <laughs> fifth... Within, I got you. I'll give you this guy's been saying, I got you. Ever since we've been in South Florida, all of Adam's friends are going to be showing up. We haven't seen anybody yet. The problem all is we're not in South girls, Florida. We're in like North Florida and Boca. girls are so, going to be showing up. Wait till we move to Fort Lauderdale. First of all, yesterday, be we, had an, highly of yesterday we had an ideation meeting, folks. you got to hear this, okay? We've done it was a four, great meeting, by the we, way. It was a great meeting. We've had four strategy sessions, okay, mm -hmm. to come up with ideas. Adam's been in all, every single one of them. Adam's PowerPoint is the same PowerPoint for two and a half years straight. He is convinced we need to change Valuetainment's name to Girlstainment. That's what he's convinced. His one slide says, yeah. girls, 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 yeah. girls. Yeah. Like the Beastie Boys or Van Halen. <laughs> girls, girls. All right, so today's uh, stories. And oh, by wow. the way, I'm not wrong. Yeah, listen. I, I Who do you go, think had the best presentation yesterday? I can go for some Real talk. Uh, hang Who on. Who do I think had the yeah. best presentation yesterday? Everyone listed? presented. I, I just said chicks and I, I dropped the I mic. I think G and Zach crushed it, if you if you ask me. I think Absolutely. those two. Absolutely. I got to say this guy. Yeah, I oh, think G you. and Zach Real crushed talk. it. And believe me, I hate giving you compliments. No, it's like, I, it pains you. me, but yeah. you crushed it, dude. Thanks. You really did. Appreciate your power and through. And I, and I, and I know Appreciate you. Appreciate you what? Power and through. <laughs> Appreciate you. powered through it. Hang on a second. Patrick, I have a question. But you're, sorry, BizDoc, but your idea at the end, I think, was the best implementable idea immediately. Yeah. 
by yeah. far. All right, we're gonna. If that's he a, wasn't so much a fan of it because he hates competition, he hates capitalism. We all know Gerard, but the capitalist who doesn't like competition—that's <laughs> what it is. Adam, that's Adam, Adam, Adam we're only two minutes into this, and you're already all warmed up. I'm fired up. up, bro. Pat, do we have a list, Pat? Yes, we do. So in October, home <laughs> yeah. prices go up 18.4 percent. In November, home prices fall. And yesterday on the call, people were asking me, saying, Pat, what do you think is going to happen with real estate in 2022? Mm. Should I expect a positive thing, a negative thing? Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. Fauci says U.S. should consider mandating vaccines for domestic air travel, uh, but doesn't expect it for now. One third of programmers, folks, listen up, especially if you're a programmer. Maybe if you are going to listen, if you're a programmer. Maybe if you're (laughs) one of these third programmers, you're probably not listening, but one third of programmers use marijuana while working. With many touting creative benefits, study finds. Okay, we'll talk about that for sure. Jocelyn Maxwell, we got some things to talk about with her. Uh, NFL legend John Madden dies at 85. We'll talk about him. Uh, every DoorDash employee from engineer to CEO will be making deliveries. And one of their employees who makes $400,000 a year complained about the fact that the company-wide initiative requires them to deliver one thing per month. He's upset about it. Mm. Mom of a child uh, uh, allegedly abused by CNN producer John Griffin is outraged by the delayed arrest. Uh, uh, she's furious. And on top of that, another thing came out today, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that story that just popped out. Tyler, did you see the story of a... Uh, the other producer of CNN, go pull it up so we can mm. talk about that as well. Talk about the Cuomo producer? This is another one. Oh this is gosh. another one. Tesla Zapper, owner Zapper. blows up. Tesla oh, yeah, owner yeah. blows up. Tesla owner blows up uh, his car after $22,000 repair. Now, the reason why I believe this story is because the guy was from Norway. So it's a believable story. <laughs> we got some stuff Shout going on with Kai. CDC from 10 to 5 days. North Korea has hacked $1.7 billion worth of cryptocurrency from exchanges and considers it a long-term investment. <laughs> There you go. Facebook and Instagram banned Thomas Paine, saying he's a revolutionary guy. Harry Reid also passed away. Rest in peace. Uh, Huge surge in House Democrats 2022 retirement announcements as 2021 comes around. And CDC, uh, this is the first time they've ever done this. They made a mistake, uh, overestimating Omicron, spread by more than 200%. And uh, Trump's got a few things to say about Mitch McConnell, which we'll get into. Anyways, let's get right into the tax tip. Folks, uh, tax season's around the corner. A very story came out yesterday about taxes. Get your paper and pen ready. This may uh, 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 help somebody you know uh, because IRS is actually serious about this. IRS says to report stolen property as income unless you could return it the same year. This is a Fox 4 News Kansas City story. It's also a USA Today story. An image circulating on social media purpose that, uh, to show an IRS guideline asking taxpayers to report any value of any property they've stolen each year as income. The guideline is real. The IRS uh, publication 17 available on agency's website contains a section on stolen property that may leave readers scratching. If you can pull up the picture so people can see it, here's what it looks like. Uh, illegal activities, income from illegal activities such as money from dealing drugs, illegal drugs, must be included in your income as Schedule 1. Stolen property, if you steal property, you must report it oh in your income in the near in the year you stole it unless, it, it, unless in the same year you choose to return it to its rightful owner. So... That's your tax tip of the day. Tom, what are your thoughts on this? Well, what I think is going to happen is you're going to have some dumb criminals, and there are those, and they're going to turn in their taxes, and they're going to say, thank you very much for paying your taxes. We've forwarded this to the FBI. Have a nice day. I mean, these guys talk. I mean, this is it's, it's either a joke or a hook, but I, I can't believe the, literal, the literalness that it's in the code. Yeah, so, so uh, uh, 
years ago, they said Capone got caught like this. Wow. This is how they caught Capone. They came out with a law like this, and then they yeah, fell for it. Yes, yeah, so tax evasion yeah. is what it is. But this is slightly different than tax evasion. You yeah. steal a car, report it. I made seventeen thousand dollars because I stole seventeen thousand dollars car. <laughs> do you, do, what's the what's the uh, depreciation on a right, stolen vehicle? I got so this is not an onion headline. This is actual no, real stuff because it seems like an onion, onion headline if there's ever yeah. been one. There's so not. those of you that joined in a riot and got yourself three or four of those seventy-inch TVs, took them home. Yeah, remember, do those seem like tax-paying citizens? Rem- right, yeah. exactly. Remember, <laughs> remember that's three grand each. That's nine grand. Needs yeah. to be on line sixteen of your tax form. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I had I. It's, I, I I have a C corp that I do all of my theft yes. under, so we're just going to go. The subsidiary. First time I saw this, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I'm not course. even kidding with you. By the way, I'll, I posted it yesterday on Instagram. Tulsi Gabbard responded, yeah. and she said, "I had to." Did you see what she said? No. She said, "I went online to verify this. It's unbelievable that it's real." Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what Tulsi said. This is the national uh, or the government the IRS website. website. The IRS there you go. That's the IRS right website. Put the, put the link in comment section but so if people want to go to. They can go to. Honest to God, though, I mean, all jokes aside. This tells you everything you need to know about progressive America right now. Because they don't care about you, me, or this fellow citizen. Steal from you. Just make sure you give us a little But you know what I love, Pat? You know, it's all right. Burn down a business. Just don't come anywhere near the Capitol. Ah, you know, like it's mostly peaceful over there. Just don't do it here. That's who these people are. It's a let them eat cake moment. But see, the the, the regulations are an exercise in comedy. Look at what's right below the stolen property. Transporting school children. Don't include in your income a school board mileage allowance for taking children to and from school. So, in other words, you cannot deduct mileage for taking kids back and forth to school, but you must <laughs> declare yeah, stolen imagine property. That shit. Imagine, like, what <laughs> what world are we even living in anymore? I mean, even even the mayor of San Francisco, a far left progressive mayor, she's like, uh, oh, Lyndon, uh, yeah, London, London. London. She's like, uh, these policies, I don't even know. Like, we got thirteen billion dollars, and we're we've got. Everybody on the same page. Everybody's in the same party, and uh, we've got nothing but crime, theft, human shit, and and people sleeping in the streets. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Maybe we need the and shoot little... and smack. Yeah. So, exactly. by, by so. the way, you said you know there's going to be some drug dealers out there that have stolen stuff that they're going to put this on their taxes. Zero people are doing this. zero there's zero. Nobody's like smoking weed, sitting there with their stolen yeah. goods, the, all their drug money around them. I'm like, sorry, baby, I'm doing my C corp taxes yeah, right now. Exactly. Like, well, hang on, not maybe, happening. Yeah, that's what I was zero. Say. People are doing this. Who steals a car I, and then pays like, their taxes? Nobody's at the doing this. Who's taking inventory <laughs> on what they stole in a riot? Who's yeah. taking inventory? Way, like, well, this way, is huge. Right. Guys, There's no receipts. Are, There's you guys no receipts. are under, underestimating the amount of uh, dummies we have in America. You are really giving people way too much credit. There's a lot of people. That will. You ever seen the the what is the video that says the dummy criminal of the week or the dummy? Yeah. There is Damn. plenty of strange. Stupid criminals yep. that think they can get away. The, who the who biggest, file voluntary the way, taxes? I don't even the, think the, these criminals are the, filing the, taxes. The, much less the, voluntarily admitting theft. I'm just telling you, don't underestimate. You guys, I, okay. only the paranoid survive. Imagine, I think people exactly. like that. Because, because, imagine getting away. So you think people I, uh, are actually going to do this? I think a Remember, couple people uh, will. <laughs> I want to interview the two people that do. I got to tell you, man, I was just trying to be honest. If I were a criminal, which I'm not, or if I were a drug dealer, which I'm not, and I wouldn't want to give this corrupt government any money, what I would 
would do instead of, and again, this is just hypothetically speaking, is I would take those assets and I may or may not invest in some Ethereum and then use that Ethereum to create an NFT and then take that NFT and sell it to myself at a loss. So then I don't know. We got him, Pat. We got him. We got him. (laughs) I'm bringing the feds. Let's go. Call them up, by the way. Adam. Call them up. Open the door. They're coming. All right. So let's go to the next story. They're not going to be high while they're you know, filling out their tax returns. It, what we've already determined is they're high coding for Microsoft. So, Ooh, hey, so that, by the way, that leads us to the next story, which is perfect right there, Tom. So one-third of programmers using marijuana while working with many touting creative benefits study finds this is a story uh, from uh, the marijuana moment, okay? Hmm. Uh, uh, researchers at University of Michigan said that the anecdotal evidence suggested that those in programming were more likely to use cannabis on the job, so they set out to conduct a first large-scale survey on the topic. This provision of cannabis use in software engineering has contributed to a widely reported hiring shortage for certain U.S. government pro- programming jobs. The study finds 53% said they've consumed cannabis while working and programming at least 12 times. 27% said they use it at least twice a week, and 4% said they use it while working on a daily basis. Mm. Okay, good thing, bad thing, funny story, who cares? Where are you at with this? I'll tell you where I'm at with this. And speaking from experience, from creative benefits, when I was in my stand-up comedy days, I did two things, three things all day, every day. I would smoke weed, and when I was living in Denver, I would write jokes. Half of them were absolutely ridiculous. Half of them I used on stage. I would uh, then go play basketball in the afternoon uh, in the Mile High City, literally, and, uh, and then I would go do stand-up at night, and it really does help your creative juices flow. The problem with that is, though, you know, you smoke your weed, and then like three hours later, you're like, it's time for a nap. It's like, dude, it's noon. What are yeah. you doing? So there are creative benefits for it, but the downside is you lose energy, you lose stamina, you lose your ability to, like, Keep going and and, and let's, keep pushing let's ask forward. Somebody that maybe has yeah. experience, David. What do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> Pat, no joke. Uh, I have a friend. His name is Shmavid, and <laughs> he just uh, threw him under the bus. Shmavid, how you doing, buddy? Shmavid runs with David. And uh, I was doing himself. I was doing sound design for this film, Shmavid. and uh, I mean he yeah. was doing sound design for this film, <laughs> and he got really high, and he thought it was dope, and then he sent it, and the guy was like, "Hey, buddy." Uh, was this like a first draft or something? This sounds like dog shit. It was yeah. terrible. So well, it does make you creative, set up every day. but programming, uh, I don't think you would do that well. <laughs> by, by the way, we'd love to meet Shmavit yeah. uh, one of yeah. these days. Yeah, he's super busy, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of modeling gigs. <laughs> Am I the only one that thought one-third was, like, low? Yeah. Like, like, I, don't, I think it's, like, way more. Well, what Dude. percentage of Americans well, do you think have smoked weed? Oh, a lot. Dude, I'm actually probably one of the only one of my friends that doesn't like weed. Like, I've that's never in my I swear to God. But I, you do I, like the munchies. That's my, dude, that's the whole thing. I've never <laughs> needed any ambition to be lazy and hungry in my life. I've got lazy and hungry covered. Pat, <laughs> so, have you ever smoked weed? Like, I don't need any help. help. Yeah. And what did it do for you? Because you're the type of person that does that, not need cocaine. Pat, I was oh. schmavid. You're going regardless. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. We got we that part, buddy. <laughs> Uh, I can promise you, uh, yeah. uh, I have. To, uh, there's nothing about cocaine that does me good because no. if you cut my blood, there's probably some cocaine yes. in there because yes. natural Assyrian uh, 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 sugar that's going to be in there. No, you know, weed was never smoked in high school, never smoked in the military. I got out. Mm-hmm. I uh, was dating this girl. She was my boss, and one night we smoked weed, and I finished three bowls of berries. The, it, like, I literally, I finished three bowls of berries that night at 1 o'clock in the morning. That's yeah. the only story I remember. 
and it's probably very good for a guy like me. You, you, guys, serious, yes. you guys would benefit from me smoking weed, even though I don't I smoke weed. I think at the end of the day, when if you smoke, <laughs> then just, hey, man. Is, is it even still a big deal yeah. anymore? Like, if no, you found no out someone was smoking anymore. weed, nobody Well, cares. I think uh, a lot, they, they came out, they said a large percentage, I, I don't want to say a large percentage, a lot of companies have done away with drug tests. They should. They're just like, come to work, we need you. BizDoc, for someone that smokes weed every day, what do you think of this story? <laughs> Um, excuse me? <laughs> well, first of all, David, thank you for not saying your friend's last name. No one will figure out who this guy is. Shmavid Ada. Yeah, Shmavid Shmavid. He's the only guy in South Florida with the name. But um, No, I think um, you look at it, you look at who's in the dispensaries, you mm -hmm. look at the people that are going into, and they're, you're finding people, you have to remember, the people that were high at Woodstock, what are mm -hmm. they now? That's 1969. And they're they're in charge of our government. They're the baby boomers. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're 80 they years are. old. They're 75 to 82 yeah, years they're old. They're the boomers. And so you've got people all the way up to that age remembering this. Mm -hmm. And I've always felt that if you're going to legalize this, we need to regulate it. Paraquat hurt a lot of people. It was a uh, pesticide that was in it. If you're going to legalize it, then let's make it like any food product mm -hmm. or ingesting product. Let's put some standards on it. But let's also figure out a way to make sure if you're driving completely stoned and putting people at risk, we can test for that. And mm. so I, I have always felt if we're going to legalize it, let's legalize it the whole way and let's also protect ourselves and people. How do you test for, for whole, driving stoned? Well, there's already, I mean, driving impaired is already a law. So, I mean, it's, that is yeah. a law. But no, it the, is a law, but reliable tests for. Sure. But even right now, where it's decriminalized in California, there's still a black market because the taxes are so high. They're asking for the taxes to come mm. down in California because the drunk dealers are still yeah. selling dime bags for you know for ten bucks. I'll, so it's I'll like, tell you a quick story. About, I'll tell you a quick story about driving stoned, and this is what I realized: dude, don't be smoking and driving over here. I went. First of all, you shouldn't was, be driving. Period. Forget yeah, I agree. Stop. I agree. I agree. I should not be driving. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't drive. I've had out a car in ten years. I was 22 you years old. You should get in the carrier thing and let the cat drive. Thank you. Yeah. I was 22 years old, and I remember. I did not smoke all throughout high school and in college, and I was like, I'm a drug-free, I'm an athlete, mm -hmm. and then I got I was playing college football, sure. and all my teammates were getting stoned and, and, and doing all sorts of nonsense. But this one day, I went to get in my car. I, was, I had to go run some errands. And I get in my car, and I go to put the key in the ignition, and I'm sitting in shotgun. I'm sitting in the passenger there seat it is. in my car. So that you know, you just brought up a great Hi point. Hi, shit. So when I yeah. when I was an don't athlete, be driving, <laughs> huh? folks. He's just trying to make this up. This happens every week. Okay? <laughs> this is not twenty years ago. This was last week. But Maybe. what's crazy is like I think we all agree. Like as far it's as like right, Thank drugs you, are concerned. It's pretty obvious at this point that weed's pretty low on the list of of things that can like. Really but they call it what is it a grade A? What do they sure, call it? Sure, whatever the DEA, whatever whatever they can do to keep themselves in business. But the uh. the the. The issue becomes, you talked about school. Mm -hmm. Weed stayed in your system for testing for 30-plus days. Right. There wasn't, like, a single athlete I knew that smoked weed. But instead, we would do all the harder shit, yeah. the stuff that's way worse for you, because it was right. out of your system in two days. 24 hours, yeah. So it was like, and dude, especially if you got injured. If mm -hmm. you got injured or you were dealing with soreness or something like yeah. that, instead of smoking weed, you would you would take oxys and yes. you would take like pills that are sure. hardcore well, that have long-term You've talked effects. about this before. I think we can all agree that on the level of things that people use, Weed is way better for you than alcohol or pills, is it yeah, not? but it comes out of the ground. It doesn't come out of a lab. So, I mean, it's there's profit incentive for them to get kids hooked on, on pills that need prescriptions. There's man. still so, profit incentive in, well, in in the greens, though, isn't there? That, well. Tax that weed? Depends on, on who's who's in there. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I, 
what I think is interesting, man, is like I told this to Pat. I'm not. I'm not going to say the guy's name, David, but I know a guy who's Schmerard, incredibly good, like twelve to sixteen hundred dollar a day editor for a major network, and he microdoses LSD the whole day. Oh yeah. Well, this is common. I don't do think this. is it common microdosing. Let, let me let me ask you. No, a I don't. Question. I, I told me, you it was only me, in the morning. Let me ask you. <laughs> let me ask you a different question. Let me ask you a different question. A serious question. Okay. I'm a 22-year-old kid listening to this. Mm-hmm. I'm a driven guy. I want to do big things. Forget about the guy that's not ambitious, that doesn't want to do anything with his life, and he just wants to kick back. You don't need to tell him. To. You couldn't motivate the guy even if you brought all the best motivational speakers in the room. I'm a 22-year-old kid. I really want to do something big with my life. We're all in our 30s and 40s here, and uh, some of us are maybe not in our 40s and 30s. But in the room here, you, get, you can give this advice to somebody at 20, 20, 22 years old. What would you mm-hmm. tell this kid? Eat clean. About drugs. About what would you tell drugs? him about drugs? Stick to um, the natural stuff. <laughs> what would you What would you tell them about drugs? Look, uh, I've done drugs. I've done. Mm-hmm. I grew up in South Beach. I've done. Uh, I, I I'm not a. F- I always tell this story that the the only reason I'm alive right now is I don't like cocaine. I mean, everyone in Miami is cocaineed out, and that's how they reason they mm-hmm. they party. I would say this: um, get your shit done. Focus on what is actually important, like work. Get your, you know, but if if you're doing well and yeah. you want to go out on the weekends, again, I think smoking a joint is way better than getting wasted and just taking a fifth to the you, head you, on alcohol. Your 18 year old son, you're gonna tell him that? I would say I'd rather him smoke a joint than so drink a liter him, of alcohol. So you're okay with I'm, him smoking without 18? They're gonna do it anyway. Real talk. I mean, how many? Well, no, no. 50% oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. Hang on a second. Wrong yeah. assumption. You didn't do it till you were out of college, right? You Correct. Said, okay, so you, when Correct. you say they're gonna do it anyways, we don't know that. I'm saying in what college. What would you say, Gerard? What would you say? Uh, I think, dude. Unfortunately, man, I think this is one of those things where people need to touch the the stove to realize how hot it is. Like every time I did drugs, every time I got drunk, every time I I got messed up, I didn't have a bad time. But every time I had the worst night of my life, I was high or I was I was drunk or I was messed up. Mm-hmm. So it's not like every time yeah. you do something, you ruin your life. But every time you ruin your life, you're on some shit. You know, you know what's so, the, you know what's the thing I would say is the following. Here's what mm-hmm. the, here's, I remember. I can tell you crystal clear. Every single time where I was at, when a kid said, "Here, smoke a cigarette." I said, I don't want to smoke a cigarette. My mom and dad smoked two packs a day every day from the day I was born. In our house, in our car, everybody smoked two packs a day. Mm-hmm. Two packs a day, okay, in Iran, okay. So we'd be in a car in a white Renault. Mom and dad are smoking cigarettes. The whole car, you know about the hot box and stuff? I mean, we've been around. I had secondhand, uh, uh, what do you call it? That's brutal. Hot and, box, and yeah. Ask my dad the story. Look what he'll tell you. You're t- saying hot boxing cigarettes? Cigarettes. Oh, dude. The, Without windows, the window down? Windows up. My, Who does my, that? My aunt, that was my very aunt normal in Iran. By the way, it's, what? it's not just my parents. It's not just my parents. Remember, air- remember in airplanes, they used to have uh, Pat, ashtrays yeah. in it's your seats. It's back now with vapes. You go into a bar in, down Listen, in Florida, to me, it's vape. Here's what I'm going to tell you. So that was cigarettes. That that was a he liked his uh, alcohol. He every day he drank a glass like this mm-hmm. of uh, uh, Ori. I don't know how you describe what Ori is. Sixty percent. I mean, it was sixty proof. It's legit stuff that you're talking about. Okay. So uh, uh, and you guys know how much I love my dad. So this yeah. isn't something he would tell you these stories himself, right? Okay. Go to high school. I see guys smoking cigarettes. I'm like, I'm good, guys. You guys smoke cigarettes. I've had the chance to smoke cigarettes since I was six months old. You guys, I've probably been smoking <laughs> more cigarettes than both of you guys combined. So then the weed situation comes out. You want to smoke weed? I'm good. Then the, the, the other couple of the situations comes up. One time I was a body, I was a, 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 a I don't know if I've told the story here. Uh, I'm working at Bally's. This one guy that's working there, he's always got these S500s parked outside. He's got a boat. He's got a yacht. But he never sells memberships, and he's a salesperson. 
Selling drugs. He's making six seventy-five an hour. I'm like, how the hell? Are you? <laughs> so one day I'm like, I don't even want to say the guy. Let's say his name is Michael. Very good friend till or today. Or Schmavid. No. Let's say his name is Michael. <laughs> one day I say, Michael, can we go to Quiznos? We go. He would never let me pay. I'm like, dude, you're not making money. I said, let me got you. Dude, I got you. You're cool. I said, no. I said, don't. I used bro. to love the pickle bar. Yeah, so he's, yeah, I'd go to Quiznos. So he says, I said, I said, I got you, Pete. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. So he pays for me. Ten years older than me. I said, dude, Michael, how the hell you make all this money? He said, what are you doing this Saturday? I said, I'm open. He said, let's go somewhere. So we go Saturday. Introduced me to, to the top, uh, 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 what do you call it, cocaine dealer in L.A., Colombian mm. guy. So I meet him. Then he says, let's go. We go to the back. How much money are you making? I said, dude, I'm, I'm the top sales guy in my office. I'm making 3500 bucks a month. I'm killing it. He starts laughing. <laughs> he says, you're making 3500 bucks a month. How would you like to make four grand a week because you're a pretty big guy? I said, shit, fuck, I'm all in. $4,000 a week? He says, yeah. He says, here's all I need you to do. I need you to be our muscle and help us get the money, okay, from our guys that haven't paid. He said, matter of fact, what are you doing right now? I said, uh, nothing. It's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Let's go to Marina Del Rey. We got to collect some money. He says, but before we do, I want you to test the product. So he takes me to the bathroom. He says, test the product. I do a line that night. I come out. I said, there is no freaking way I can get close to this thing. Mm-hmm. I thought I was King Kong on steroids. I said, get this thing yeah. away from this guy, right? So we went that night. We collected $100,000 that night with uh, this, this one guy on the marina. Anyways, this is like 23, 20. I'm 19 years old, 20 years old. He's doing the math on the statute yeah, of limitations. Years old. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm 23 years old. You're good, Pat. Okay. You know what's coming no, no, after no. you. So we, we go got in. Him, guys. Get three days going down. <laughs> we go in. We got him. Anyways, we leave. We come out, and he says, so now you know why I don't sell any memberships? I yes. said, I, I think Shit. I kind of got an idea. He says, I'm making 10 or 20 a week selling this. Next week, I go to work. He says, you want to make another four grand? I said, no, bro. I don't even want the money. Yeah. I stepped away. Here's a moral of the story, what I'm telling you. I've been in it. I've seen it. I've been around it. Every single one of my friends that even got close to any kind of drugs, mm-hmm. X, Special K, LSD, go through, cr- cr- do any one of them you want to talk about. Every single one of my friends that even got close to drugs lost years of their lives. Yeah. They lost momentum. Yeah. They got fired. They lost friendships. They mm-hmm. lost girlfriends. They lost loved ones. They committed suicide. Best friends died because the guy started off with weed. It went to alcohol. It went to cocaine. It went to heroin. It went to 50 Vicodins every day until he died mm-hmm. on May of 2005. And when I got the phone call, I was on a drive to Diamond Bar and I had to give a speech that afternoon. It was the most emotional speech. Everybody's looking at me saying, why are you so emotional? I'm like, you guys have no clue what just happened. This guy just passed away. I didn't want to talk about it, but I was a keynote speaker. Moral of the story. If you have big plans and you want to do something big, don't even think about getting close to drugs. There was a guy in uh, uh, Canada that we were doing business with, insurance guy. This guy was making $3 million a year, married, killing it. So all of a sudden, he gets invited to all these celebrity parties in Canada. But he's a simple guy. He was married to his wife, high school sweetheart. Everything was good. So he gets invited to these parties. Cool parties. He starts getting invited to these cool poker games. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm not playing poker with these Hollywood stars, with these athletes. Well, one thing leads to another. Starts picking up cocaine. Everybody runs him doing drugs. He starts doing drugs. He loses his business. He loses his wife. He loses his kids. Six months later, he's homeless in the streets. People are seeing this guy. He lost every single penny his family had, his wife had. Mm -hmm. All of it's wiped out. 
ruined the entire family just because he got caught up. And this guy's not in his 20s. He wasn't no. in his 30s. He was in his early 40s. This shit can get you no matter how old you yeah, are. But they, they, you got to be very they careful. They see guys like that. Like they, they see guys like that a mile away, man. Like he was a mark. Like somebody who was setting up those poker games was like, well, we're just gonna get him a couple chicks around here. We're but they all had money though. It wasn't yeah, like he was partying with your guys. Your money, money becomes my money. That's how I make my yeah, money. That's it's, that's, it's that's how even, that works. But it wasn't even that. They it saw was, him come a mile away. Yeah, man. but it wasn't even that. It's not when you're around other money people. They're not. They're just as big sometimes as idiots as you are. Like they're just trying to recruit more people that want to party with you. They're yeah, not trying course, to steal the money from but you. But you want to if you're putting that ta- if you're putting that table together, you're putting that risk together. I promise you. They're, they're say, looking for a say, room full say, of marks. Say a guy like that is out there. All I'm saying to you is this was not a playboy. You know how you talk to a guy and you know this Molly's guy's name. Ne- you, you, you interviewed her. Of course, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Come on. No, no. What I'm trying to tell you is, of course, what I'm trying to tell you Molly is Bloom. this yeah. guy was not a player. You know how you talk to a guy around girls? Like, like I remember when Adam said this. Adam's like, oh, Gerard and I went out. Let me tell you, man, Gerard's pretty good with the ladies. He's pretty calm. Okay. I mean, yeah. That, how long did it take you to realize the guy's going to be comfortable with her? Two, two yeah, he slipped in and stole the girl I was so, talking to. And so, I was yeah, like, well, this so, guy just well, undercut But you ever go hang out with a guy and all of a sudden you're like, dude, this guy's awkward around. You ever met yeah. a guy? That's, this guy was yeah. the awkward guy. I don't want to say anything. Yeah, bro. so you know anybody that's awkward or no? <laughs> so here, here's the thing I'll say, all right? And this is the truth, and this has been my reality with this because I, I, I have so many friends that have experienced exactly what you just described, man. And... It's a it's an escape from reality. So when you talk to your kids and stuff like that, where you can tell them, don't do drugs, don't do this, don't do that. If they're broken inside, if something's happened to them where spiritually they're broken, depression's a real thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened with this guy. Maybe he climbed the mountain. With This is something I'm seeing that I never would have expected at this stage of my life. My friends who have kind of like, quote unquote, made it, they get depressed for having made it. They love the chase. They feel like they have no purpose anymore. Mm. And that's when they start to party and then they do all this other shit. I, I swear to God, I have no way to to quantify this, but I thought about this when I was in the minors. I would see guys start doing stupid things, and I'd be like, they're doing this on purpose because I, they're giving themselves an out because it's an incredibly hard thing to be like, I didn't make it because I just wasn't good enough. That's a hard ass thing to come to terms with. Yeah, look in the mirror and you say you're not that good. Yeah, yeah. But now to be able to be like, oh man, if I just stopped drinking, oh man, if I didn't get hooked yeah. on the on the yeah. candy, and then you give yourself that little bit of out that it wasn't me, right? And I I swear I see it now. You got guys forty years old, they're married, they've got the mansion, yeah. they got, but like life is kind of like it's kind of flatlined for them, mm-hmm. and they need to see it destroyed. Because they want to see if they can build it back up again. There's something inside oh, of them that has this self-destructive compulsion. And as far as the kids, you know, the, you talk about that awkward being socially anxious. You talk about like a guy who goes to a bar. There's a kid who goes to a bar. I can't talk to a girl. I don't have the the confidence unless I'm drunk, unless I'm high. Right. It's a pretty easy thing to go up to a Liquid girl. Liquid courage. Like, yeah. More than that. You go up to a girl in Miami. These girls are beautiful. It's hard to, you know, but it's like, hey. I got a bump. You want to go to the bathroom? It's like, boom, break the ice. Or we're going, we go yeah. to a party. And it's like a socially acceptable way to break that ice. And it's, that gets the, the guys aren't hooked on Coke. They're not hooked on whiskey. They're not hooked on weed. They're hooked on that culture because that's how they identify totally. being able to get in. You know, so like when you talk to kids and when you have these conversations, it, it's not about like 
don't do it or else. It's like, dude, you have to figure out a way to be confident in yourself mm -hmm. and take care of your spiritual and your mental well-being so you're not susceptible to these things. You hit the nail on the head with the cocaine thing because I've been there. I've seen it everywhere. It's a party drug. People, it's a social drug. Hey, let's, you know, it's cool. It's sneaky. Let's go in the bathroom or whatever. The one thing I will say, I wholeheartedly agree with everything you said about the drugs, the pills, the popping, you know, the, 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 the only thing that I'll say is with the marijuana, nobody's overdosed on smoking joints. It, never in the history of the world. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, so I you have it. people yeah. that are like, Bill Maher is a huge weed advocate. He mm -hmm. says, vocally, I smoke Joe Rogan. I mean, Elon Musk went on his podcast. Mm -hmm. There's people out there that definitely use the creative benefits, medicinal benefits there, but of marijuana. Two, there, there's two different uh, conversations here. The one yeah. conversation is... Should it be legalized? I'm a libertarian. You want to do whatever hell you want to do to your body, mm -hmm. do it. I'm just telling you, it's going to slow you down. I agree you, with that. If you exactly. got big ambitions, if you want yeah. to do something big with your life, stay the hell away from drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. If you have big ambitions, you want to do mm -hmm. something big with your life, stay the hell away from drugs and alcohol. Agreed. That's my feedback. I agree. Now, the person can do whatever they want to do with their, uh, their lives. That's as, up to them. As my grandmother would <clears> say, <throat> Pat... You can't fly with the eagles in the morning if you're out with the owls at night. Oh, damn. That's my what? grandma. What a grandma. Wow. My Say grandma. it one more time. You yeah. cannot fly with the eagles in the morning yeah, if you were. There was a smack and a. You're out you with know, the owls at night. Yeah, you can't soar that. with the eagles in the morning if you're out with the owls at night. Why does That's, your grandma sound like my yeah, you Jewish can. mom? You just need enough cocaine. I think, yeah. I, I think at a certain age, yeah. everybody becomes so a Jewish mom. So are you mom. saying owls do cocaine? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. Ooh. Okay. At home prices. Uh, prices are up in a month of October, but it falls in a month of November. So I'm going to read you both of these stories. First one is by CNBC. The SMB CoreLogic Case-Shiller 20-City Home Price Index out Tuesday climbed 18.4% in October from a year earlier. The gain marked a slight declaration from 19.1% year-over-year increase in September, but was about uh, uh, in line with what the economists have been expecting. All 20 cities posted double-digit annual gains. The hottest market was Phoenix, up 32.3%. Wow, Tampa. 28.1, Miami, 25.7, Minneapolis and Chicago, smallest increases. Chicago and Minneapolis, smallest increases. Anybody surprised? Bing 11 and a half percent. Last week, mortgage rates fell to uh, 3.05 for the benchmark of 30 years, and fixed rates are 2.66 for 15-year fixed rate home loans. Then a Yahoo story comes out about November. National home prices fell in November as sales remain brisk. Although home prices across the nation remain brisk, November brought some relief for buyers as median sale prices fell 2.9% to 330, the largest monthly decline since the beginning of pandemic. Since the beginning of the pandemic, it dropped 3%. Meanwhile, the number of available homes remains low. The number of homes for sale fell to a new low in 14-year history of report, declining 17.7%. One product of the smaller home inventory is that houses aren't staying on the market for too long. The average home sold in November was on the market for 29 days. That was only the sixth time in history of the report that the average time on the market dipped below 30 days. Tom, I'm going to come to you with this here first. If I'm thinking about, if I'm thinking about buying or selling, how should I think if I'm a buyer? How should I think if I'm a seller? What are your thoughts? Well, hear me now and hear me clearly. You need to get into a house as soon as you can in sensible negotiation, of course, because we are heading to be renter nation translate these three facts. Number of available homes remains low. Stuff that's on the market is on the market less than 30 days. What that means is anything that comes out there is selling, getting bought up. Investors are buying this up. Corporate investors are buying it up. PE investors are buying it up because there is a ton of capital out there. Uh, 
Pat, you seem to have mentioned on a few podcasts that we've printed a lot of money in the last year. Yep. That capital is being lands, you know, upstream, not downstream with people. It lands upstream at the end of the day. And we're about to become renter nation because what you see here is big money is buying up these homes and you're going to be renting. So if you I don't can, understand what that means, Tom. So I'm confused here. So. You said go buy because big money's buying up properties and you're going to be a renter? Uh, unpack that for me. Yeah, so if you can't get into a house soon, within your means, within your means, you are probably going to be in a position where you're renting because these houses are being bought up. There's a lot of corporate buyers out there. There's a lot of PE I buyers. I got you. So corporate They're, buyers are buying regular residential homes, yeah. not even condos, not even townhouses, just homes. Single family. Matter of fact, I read an article this past week where there was a, a PE investor said, I think we're in the early innings. Um, actually, and it was, it was A-Rod's partner. A-Rod, who said, I think we're in the early innings of the single-family home investment market, where you buy large consolidations of homes, run them through property management, and America becomes renters of single-family homes. Not talking condos, not talking apartments. That's where this is going. You're I, saying this only applies to single-family homes, no. this opinion? No, no, you no. Think no. What I'm saying, is saying there has always been large investors that bought large numbers of MDUs, multi, multi-dwelling units, MFUs, multi-family units. Now it's coming to they're buying out neighborhoods of single-family yeah. homes. Mm. So I, I tell you, I've seen this firsthand, and I can't tell you how right he is, and this is the conversation that we've had. Mm-hmm. The rent is too damn high guy up in New York. Yeah. This is what happened. Corporate corporations came in. In New York, you're saying? Yeah. In the city. Yeah, Bazudo, number one of them, all right? They come in, and they buy entire blocks. And then what they do is they insulate themselves from any sort of market prices. So a year ago, when everybody said, New York's dead, it's leaving, everybody's leaving, prices never went down on rent. Because these guys can take as many losses as they can. They're selling off shares. They're getting it on both sides. They're selling off shares on what they own. Based on the price points of what the rent exactly, is. so they sell the shares off and they're making money. Then they take losses off of the off of uh, off of what they earn if the the assets underperform. So the, they insulate themselves from any sort of market function. You look at yourself and you say, how in the hell is this still twenty three hundred dollars for a one bedroom up in Jersey City? Well, because everything's twenty three hundred dollars. They set the market price, hmm. and now they're going even as far as Zillow. They have this. Uh, they got sued for a lot of money. I think it's still in court. They were art. They they were artificially raising the prices based on the corporate entities that own the prices. So you own a house, right? You can't sit on the house for two years. You're a normal human being. You're like, all right, I got to get a good offer and I got to go live somewhere. But if you're a corporation, you can sit on that house for ten years. You hold the asset. You use it as as uh, leverage to get other assets. Yeah. And you and, and and you just artificially inflate the price in the market. So what really happens here, man? We want to talk about like income inequality. This is where's AOC when it comes to this shit. Where's the Democrats when it comes to this? Who has access to credit? Credit score is the number one income inequality in the world. It's not education. It's not money. It's not salary. It's access to finance. Who has access to the money that you need to get this mortgage? Correct. And the leverage that you talked about, these these investors, they're not paying 3.05%. They're paying less. So the interest cost that they have to recoup there when they're renting it to people is low. It's Tom, all time I, Tom, low. They're, they're taking the money from themselves. Correct. They're loaning the money out to themselves. Yeah, here's a question for you. Next year's midterms, okay, during midterms. 
Do rates go up? Do rates go down? Do you flatline the rates? Do you manage? Because the, the formula with inflation is what? If inflation is what, high, how do you control it? You raise you the interest the rates, rates move down the money down. supply. Okay. Right. So inflation at 6.8. Do you think we're going to crack 7% when the next report comes yes. up? Yes. Okay. So let's just say we crack 7%. A lot of okay. us think we're already there. All right. Some people are saying we're at 10 or 11%. But let's just say the numbers come out publicly. We crack 7. If we crack 7, how quickly do you think the call is made to Powell? To raise rates to control inflation. Well, didn't Powell already announce that he is going to raise Seven rates? Seven times is what Goldman Sachs think, is saying it's going to be raised next year. I think year. the call was made 30 seconds before they make the announcement on the inflation. Okay, so fine. If that happens, all I want to know, I'm the buyer, I'm the seller. Rates going up, rates going down, 2022. Am I a buyer? Am I a seller? What, what am I in 2022? Knowing the fact that to control inflation, i got to increase the rates. I you got to be a buyer right now. you got to be a buyer if you can be. If you've got the savings and you can get in, you need to be a buyer. Because I don't think the, these asset – we may have a bubble where it pops down like 08, 09. Yeah. But we're back above that and then some and then some, yeah. right? So I think you got to be a buyer within your ways and means. See, right? I, but you got to be – if, if otherwise, because th there's an appreciable asset under that that the government is going to – I mean – Look at Fannie Mae here, 3%, 2.66%. That's very low cost. I agree that you need to be a buyer, but where I disagree is that you have to be within your means. I think that right now, if they're giving out free money like candy and everybody is using that free money, you get yours too. Right now, if they give you, if anybody, I know, and this goes against everything that I was brought up believing, this goes against everything that I, I was raised, this goes against all the Austrian economics that I believe in. But if you have access to credit right now, take it. Take every single dollar somebody will give you. The free money train, the gravy train has to come to an end at some point. And even though more I agree with you, as long as you can service it. You have to be yeah, even at a low interest correct. rate, you have to be able but to service every it. Every single dollar they want to give you, you take because I guarantee you they are taking it. I guarantee out of that stimulus, we just did what, three trillion dollars? Three trillion. What did you get? You what did you get, America? Twelve hundred bucks? You're gonna pay for every single dime yeah, of that twice. of that twelve hundred bucks. You're twice. gonna you're gonna pay for every single dime of that of that stimulus. What did you get? $1,200. You got to get yours at this point, man. Well, listen, guys, they're getting where, where I think you guys are both missing the boat here is you guys are making blanket statements. I think it's where you're at in life. If you're going to be in the same city for the next decade and you've got kids and you want to lock down and you know where you're going to be and you'll be stability, sure, bye. But if you're like most of America right now and you're working from anywhere and you're working remote and you're moving, you're grooving, your next thing you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're living in New Jersey. Now you're in Dallas. Now you're back in New York. Now you're back in, in South Florida. You don't know where you're going to be. The last thing you freaking need is to lock yourself in the mortgage because there's something called house rich, cash poor. Mm -hmm. Because it's actually, it's, this is a fact out there that 100% of foreclosures happen when you have a mortgage. So there's a lot of people out there that... Buy a house because they're fed. Buy a house. American dream. You got to buy a house. And they get in the house. They're like, holy shit. I didn't realize that I need furniture for this house. And I didn't realize that I got to pay maintenance. And I got to pay taxes. And I get insurance. And I can't afford this fucking house. Yeah, but Pat wrote an amazing article. What? What year did you write that article? Now, in the Denver now you're Post? back in 2008 12. where you, no, you I'm know, making, people I'm make, were enabled above their means. I, yeah. oh, exactly. And that's what happens in 2008. Tell us about that article you wrote. Denver Post. 2012 yeah. years ago. It was a... Uh, uh, I think ended up being a cover store. There you go. Home buying. Go go with cold, uh, clear logic. And I was renting at the time. Yeah. And I had a half a million dollars in a bank, and I was still renting at the time. Wait, right. wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Scroll back up. We're not going to go right past those bell bottoms. Are yeah, we? that's a bell bottom. Oh, I'm a bell bottom guy. What's buddy. going so on here? Yeah. Bell bottom guy. Yeah. Pat, so 
Full disclosure, I'm in a very similar situation. Were you married at that point yet or no? Uh, Not yet. Yes, okay. I was married. We had Tico already. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm in a similar situation where I've got a lot of cash in the bank, and yeah. I'm renting, and yeah. where have I lived in the last 24 yeah, but, but, months? But, but, but Adam, you're, you're, a, you're an anomaly, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you choose to live this minimalist life at the age of 40. That's not mm -hmm. a very, very common. So you're not everybody. You're probably one in a thousand of mm -hmm. a person at your age that's choosing to live like you. You're living below your means. You're a saver. You're very. You're not a Gucci guy. You're mm -hmm. not a Ferragamo guy. You're not a. You're not any of those guys. Mm -hmm. You don't. I don't see what a Rolex. You're, you're very much of a. Yeah. You're exactly that. The uh, the rich man. What's the what the rich next dad, door? Poor dad? Oh, oh no, the, the millionaire next door. Millionaire next door. That's who you are. I'm a you're millionaire next door. I read that book. It changed my That's life. That's exactly I love it. who you are. Yeah. So your philosophy works for a hundred percent of people. If they apply it, it's going to work for them. Yeah. Uh, my question is more or less of somebody right now that's sitting there saying who has the means, mm -hmm. who has got money in the bank. They got two, three hundred thousand dollars, but they got a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand to put on a down payment and they can still afford to go out there and live in that place. Should they still wait a year or should they go pull, you know, make the decision to buy a house in 2022? That's mm -hmm. what I'm asking. I think what he's saying, the way I see it from his perspective is the following. The people that bought all of these properties, it's like mm -hmm. a comp. Here's what I mean by comp. Uh, say, for example, uh, I, 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 hypothetically, uh, a, I don't know, let's pick an example of an insurance company. Say AIG is about to buy 40% of his company for $200 million, okay? And his company that is buying for $200 million, AIG is putting their own money to buy that 20, uh, 40%. You get to go on at $2 million. Okay, out of the $200 million, which is what? 1% of $200 million, right? AIG is optimistic they can turn this thing to a $5 billion company within the next three years. Do you think AIG is going to let you lose your money? So you're, you're banking on, there's no way they're going to lose their $198 million. My $2 million is going to make money. Mm -hmm. So these private equity guys are not going to let themselves lose money. So you have to bank on the fact that they're not doing this assuming they're going to lose money. They kind of know what they're doing long term. So you hedge. You That's kinda, a good point. You're almost going with them. That's what he's trying to say. So, And I think the rent's going to flip, right? I think because, remember, rent rent has to contain yeah. has to contain marginal value, interest, maintenance, mm -hmm. and the property taxes. It will. And so I think the rents are going to be above ownership costs. Of course. Are, are you familiar with something called the, the price-to-rent ratio? Yeah, exactly right. But that... When you have the discount, when the money is so cheap, the offset there for yeah. the tax deduction yeah. on the interest totally, is low. To, totally understand. So, <laughs> so buying a house today is cheaper than renting the same exact house. No, it depends yeah. on what city you're in. Well, Pull up to something called price-to-rent ratio. But, Adam, I think that this is, this is the part that, that you're right, but I, I think is escaping you. Is the landlords when, are shifting. Well, that's the thing. Once they own all the property, once you have no option of ownership, mm -hmm. they can make the rent whatever they want. What, what, what are you going to do? They can turn around tomorrow yeah. and they could be like, all right, rent's four grand for this one bedroom. It's a form and of a monopoly. What, yeah, what, what can you do? They own yeah. their, they, it's, it's market control. Hmm. So unless you Scroll have, down, Tyler. Which, by the way, if you own one of those properties, you can do as well. Keep going. You know, one of the, one of the best quotes in the, in the Sopranos, guys, the, the best quote in the Sopranos was, you know, I don't want any of that California bullshit. And the second best quote <laughs> is. Keep going. I'll tell you one. Buy land, AJ, because God ain't making any more of it. Huh. All right, yeah, by, by, the, by the way, you don't need to even look at it. Yeah. I'll just tell you with case studies with families that we're looking at, okay? Mm. I got a lot of guys right now that are looking at buying homes. And it ranges from half a million dollar homes, it ranges all the way up to $10 million homes that guys are trying to buy right around me. Every single one of them 
They come back and they call me. Rent is 50% higher than me buying the place. Rent of the same house is 50% higher than buying the place. It's moving. Guess what the biggest challenge is with most people? Having a down payment. Right. So if you're buying a, come here, Dilly. If, you, if you're buying a million dollar home, do you have that 20% to put down $200,000? Dilly Boy is going to be on the podcast for the very first time. Nice. Dylan, you're giving us a break from real estate. Hey. Come here, Dilly Boy. Hey, buddy. What's up, big boy? How you doing, baby? Did you guys win? Yes. You got come around here so people can see you. Come around here. Come stand over here, Dylan. Dylan, uh, uh I want the shin guards, man. No, we got the shin guards. We finally got the shin guards. Yeah, we <laughs> got the shin bonito. guards. Right. Yeah, we finally got the shin guards. Dilly, can you tell everybody, come here for me real quick. Come closer to me here, right? Dilly, uh, what are what are four things we do as a family? Leave, respect, proof, and love. Do we bully people? No. Do we get bullied? No. What are four things we pray for? You know it. No. No. Wisdom. Wisdom, tolerance, understanding. Courage. Courage. There you go. Good Good stuff, stuff, Dilly boy. The best. Here, grab a seat with us. Grab a seat with us. You can eat your chips, and you can just simply sit there and uh, it's kind. Huh? Is it chips popcorn? Awesome. All right. So let's continue the next story. Dilly, you can sit there and enjoy it with us. But we're going to go to the next story. Okay, so page number four, Tesla owner blows up car after $22,000 repair quote. Can you imagine blowing up a car after a uh, uh, $22,000 repair quote? This is a Daily Wire story. Tesla owner in Finland chose to blow up the car after receiving a quote of $22,600 to fix it. When I bought that Tesla, the first 923 miles, 32 miles were nice. Then error code hit, the owner said. The video claimed he used approximately 66 pounds of dynamite in the <laughs> epic explosion of his 2013 Tesla Model S. The detonation was filmed in Cory, reportedly Jala, Finland. The owner was told the only way to repair the vehicle was to replace the entire battery pack. The car originally was sold for only $5,700. This is the video, by the way. If you want to make it bigger, make the video a little bit bigger so we can all see it. And then let's see what it looks like when he blows this thing up. Oh, look at that. They're all strapped. Jelly Boy, it. watch this. Pay oh, attention. boy. This is serious. So a bit of a light show going on. Okay. Wait for it. Holy moly. <laughs> yeah. That's he was not kidding. Oh, boy. Holy moly. There's parts heading around. So now the question becomes, did he make... $30,000 of marketing dollars from that video right there. <laughs> That's the question. He, he did, that is a quarry. That's a rock quarry. So he found a place <clears throat> to safely wow. detonate okay. All right. the late Tesla. What do you think about that? I think Kai's very bored. Yeah, this is in Finland. But the look, I, what's the most you've ever paid for a... Uh, for repairs, maintenance, a couple grand? No, nah, not $22,000. That's what I'm saying. What the 20, you get an invoice or a, or a service a service uh, invoice for $23,000? The, the battery, apparently. Whatever the hell it is, that's the battery insane. Pack. How much is an average battery when you buy a regular car? What's a battery? 100 bucks, 200 bucks? No, this is the battery pack, bucks. so this is yeah. the entire undercarriage of the car. I get that. It's that's a, like the engine, essentially. It, it is. It okay. is the engine, so exactly. How, how much is an engine for a regular car? Like couple a couple grand, three let's grand, say four thousand yeah. dollars max, right? Is that fair to say two to four thousand well, dollars? I, I, I you, you know what I drive? I drive an AMG and ten years old, and I love it. But I look this up, you know, a full replacement, a full rebuild from people that do this properly, twelve five to to fix the AMG engine. 
to give me the core of the engine, 12. Yeah, but Tom, that's an $80,000 car. I, that's what I'm pointing. And so that's only 12, and this is 22. 22. So, so 40% of the price of the car is the battery. So I, I want to know how common this is. Yeah. Meaning. I would be blown. I don't know. What kind of psychopath is that much dynamite? There's a part of this story for me. It's like, first of all, you're going to blow. If this guy blew up the car, I guarantee you he's got money. Because even if it's $22,000 to repair it, you paid $57,000, you can probably sell the car to somebody for $30,000. So there's more story to it. It's got to be a guy that's a business guy. It's got to be a guy that's like, screw the market's going to talk about it. Let me just blow this thing up. Can you just buy dynamite in Finland? Like, you just buy? Uh, yeah, that's actually a very good question. <laughs> that what kind walk, of person Aaron, has all that? just walked into a Bass yeah. Pro Shop and bought 30 pounds of, uh, yeah, like, so like it was... Uh, give like me was, all your dynamite. Yeah, like oh, it was second, Acme, yeah. like it was Wiley Coyote. I was like, I, I'm going, I need uh, exactly. 30 sticks of dynamite. Hang on, we got, a, we got a link here with his bio. He is a software programmer who was reportedly... <laughs> she was high! Smoking <laughs> weed! <laughs> weed! <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I was going to blow up my car. Honey, what did you do today? Uh... Sweetie, I got like so baked and I did something really dumb. <laughs> so, Where's the car? Villain, he's talking about baking like a, like cupcakes. a nice oh, cupcake. Sorry, so. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, DoorDash story. Let's go to the DoorDash story here. All right. Page three. Uh, Uncle Tom is uh, very excited today, which is fantastic. Uncle Tom. All right. <laughs> Every DoorDash employee, from engineers to CEO, will make deliveries. This is a CNN story. DoorDash is asking its employees all the way up the ranks to its CEO to make a delivery at least once a month. Some are not cheering the news. The on-demand food delivery company in New Year will reinstate a program called WeDash that it has paused during the pandemic. As the company grew, the founder wanted everyone to experience different parts of the product so we could get closer to our audiences and understand how the product works. A DoorDash employee comes back who's making $400,000 to complain about a company-wide initiative requiring that he personally make one delivery a month. This is an insider story. DoorDash making engineers uh, uh, deliver. Mandatory WeDash starts next year. We need to dash once a month. We will be tracked in performance reviews. What the actual F? Heck. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> there was nothing in the offer letter job description about this, him delivering. Well, I mean, obviously, that guy right there is uh, definitely a believer of DoorDash and what they do. Mm-hmm. But what, what do you think about the story here? <laughs> How much you want to bet that guy went to an Ivy League school? Yeah. <laughs> How much you want to bet? <laughs> I actually agree, agree with you. I actually absolutely love this idea. There's nothing worse than... Uh, higher up corporate bureaucrat yeah. whatever you want to call it who's completely out of touch um out of i completely touch. agree completely so agree all of touch. I, you know there's to be a man of the people to understand your product they use mm-hmm. the word specifically closer to our audience this is exactly the purpose of why they're actually doing this i assume though tom so you understand what it's more. like to deliver and be a driver and deal with the traffic and deal with an angry customer like to put yourself in the average worker's yeah. shoes. How do you, how and this do you, one guy who's exactly. making 400 grand totally. is too cool for school to do a delivery a month, bro. Get a life. I completely agree. I, you know, it's interesting. And the first uh, company that I got involved with, Pat, he, he evangelized me into it, and I thought it was great. And what I did, and he knows this, when I was in Ubers, uh, in an Uber, I would talk to the Uber driver. And I would find out people that were looking to do a little bit more, looking to Mm -hmm. do things. And I recruited not one, not two, but three that I passed off to agents at the company. And I thought... Uber drivers. Well, yeah. But but the point is, I ran into people, and Uber happened to be the situation. And I said, hey, check out PHP. Look at the opportunity you could have here. If you're looking for making a little extra money, this is a way to do it. And also serving a market. So I came to appreciate at that moment 
exactly what every one of our agent does when they're when they were working with of it. Of course. So I think this is good to be out on the front I'm line. A, I'm a product of this. Jaime Godina, uh, who worked at Galpin Ford, it's 2002. He sold me a Ford Focus. <clears throat> stayed up to 11:30 to sell me a Ford Focus. Payment was 228 a month. I was so broke. I lost my expedition. I couldn't pay the payments anymore. I'm at the lowest point of my life in 02. Years later, I said uh, uh, when I was sitting with them. He told me, I said, what, 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 what car should I buy? He says, well, uh, what do you want to get? I said, what do you have? He said, oh, great question. Let me show you the cars that I have. I have this, I have this, I have this. It was all Ford products. I love the fact that a guy who owns the products is selling it to me. I, I have a hard time if you're selling Mercedes, you're buying, driving a BMW. Yeah, like when, uh, when yeah. Uh, Eli Manning was doing the commercials for Toyota Corolla, and I was like, Get out of here. You, you like don't even drive to a Yeah, like he get a shack and he hops in he hops in hops in the G Wagon goes home. Yeah. yeah. So so the point is there's <laughs> I a drive there, the Toyota to my G Wagon. There's a part of this that I like, and guess what this does? The guy who's running DoorDash just realized who doesn't really believe in the concept of what they do as a company. Yeah. And who's too much of a high you know, a corporate executive that's not going to get their hands too dirty to go out there and say, you know what, maybe this is what I got to do to understand what everybody totally. else does. It helps you get closer to your, uh, to the folks that are also so working. My here. question is, who would think this is a bad idea? Other than this engineer who probably just wants to sit in front of a computer all day, maybe he's baked or not, cookies, of course. Why would... Why is this a bad idea? Play devil's advocate here. This is not a bad it's idea. It's not a bad idea. No, exactly. No, I can't even think of it. That's what I'm saying. I can't even think of a counter There are many but companies who do you, it already. Yeah. But I tell you, I've been in many meetings where you launched an initiative and all of a sudden you know who's in and who's not. Right. It's a filtering process. And I love the fact that DoorDash announced this. Daily push a little harder, it'll open up. Go a little lower and push it harder, it'll open up. A little Pat, lower. There let, you go. Let me tell you, man, that this actually annoys me so much. Like I don't even want to use DoorDash. Like this one guy being too good for it. But but don't let that happen yeah. because the CEO's doing the right thing. I look thing. at it the opposite way. This, I actually like, this is this, on my radar now. Like they care about the customer I, and the driver. I actually have more respect for yes. DoorDash now. Totally agree. I like the fact that the CEO and the founder thought about this idea. Like think about it this way. We were talking about the NHL yesterday, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. NHL just announced that they will not be sending their players to the Olympics. NHL, uh, the players uh, union agreed yeah. to it. They just said, we're not sending players to the Olympics. This is an AP News, right? Commissioner Gary Baton made, me, made the announcement Wednesday, making it official what seemed inevitable in recent days when a rash of positive COVID-19 test results caused uh, several teams to shut down the list of postponed games balloon 250, give the uh, profound disruption to the NHL's regular season schedule caused by recent COVID-related events. Olympic participation is no longer feasible, Bateman said. The league will use the previously scheduled February 6th through 22nd Olympic break to make up those games and others that need to be rescheduled. Okay, great. Here's a guy that makes a decision saying, hey, we're not going there. So who's going to be playing? Just lower-level people are going to be playing yep. for... Uh, I like when sometimes decisions are made from the top. You hear who complains, you hear who doesn't complain, and you move with the people that are supportive of the decision that's being made. I but support DoorDash. I have a question. Is that just Americans or is that yep. any NHL players? So any that, NHL means the, player. that means Canadians, Scandinavians, Russians. Russians. Yeah. Everyone's can't? affected. So yeah. you're telling me that Vladimir Putin is just going to go no, around. He's pissed. If, he's pissed. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if this is going to work. It's okay. No, it's going to work. You think so? 100%. If you play in the NHL, is Vladimir Putin going to pay players seven point eight million dollars a year? Yeah, maybe uh, if you uh, disagree very, with Putin, maybe, maybe you don't have legs to skate on. You don't live in Russia, though. Play. You live in Canada. You maybe in the US. you have, uh, yeah. you have a problem putting your skates on <laughs> if you have no feet. Uh, yeah. I think they're going to be okay. <laughs> Fauci says U.S. should consider vaccine mandates for domestic air travel, but doesn't expect it now. 
You know, one thing about him, don't don't you feel a warm, fuzzy feeling every time he gets on TV? He's always right. Isn't it like, you know, yeah, it's just... I mean, uh, he, everything he says is There's gospel. something about him that's just very warm and fuzzy. This is a CNBC story. When you make vaccinations a requirement, that's another incentive to get more people vaccinated. If you want to do... That with domestic flights, I think that's something that we should seriously consider. There's no indication at this point that a vaccine mandate is on its way for U.S. flights. When asked, Fauci declined to say whatever he has made the recommendation to President Biden. Already U.S. passengers wear masks to uh, board planes and keep them on the duration of the flight, except when eating or drinking. International travelers must also show proof of vaccination and a negative COVID test in order to board on a U.S.-bound flight and Mm. also wear a mask. So... Do you think I had I had uh, Alan Dershowitz on and I had Kent uh, Hecken Lively on? Both of them wrote a book that came out on October 26. One of the books was titled "The Case Against Vaccine Mandate." The other one was titled "The Case for Who Vaccine." Who was for? Who was against? Alan Dershowitz for. Kent oh. is against. And I asked Alan the following question, which is a little bit disturbing. I said, "Alan, all the stuff that's going on right now in uh, Australia." He says, what's going on in Australia? I said, Alan, you mean to tell me you're not following it? He says, no, I'm following it, but I want to know which part of Australia you're talking about. I said, well, in Australia, if you don't take the vaccine, you can't work. You can't make income. You have to stay home. You can't get out. You can't do nothing, right? Hmm. That's what Australia is doing. I said, how different is U.S.'s constitution versus Australia's constitution? Meaning, can if, if, if Australia's constitution doesn't protect the minority from the majority— is the minority in America protected from the majority with the Constitution the way it's written? He said if America wanted to do the same thing that Australia is doing, they can do it as well. The Constitution permits us to do exactly what Australia did. And FYI, do you know what this guy taught at Harvard Law for 50 years? Constitutional law. Yeah. Do you know who his student was? Soto? Uh, Barack, Soatoro. Barack, Barack Obama was one of his students. So if, if Fauci is saying something like this— they will rarely say something like this. They're preparing you to say, brace for impact in the next two to four months. This may be coming your way. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with why I don't think domestic, I don't think we're, any of us are going to agree with domestic mandates. But, on, but do you think it's coming, though? I don't think it's coming. Okay. I don't. I mean, I think we've, we've, in my opinion, we've dealt with the worst of the pandemic already. I've had this, this is the Omicron. highest cases we've ever had. Yeah, but it's the weakest variant. They say that it's it's it, it's uh, it's going around. Like, Texas just uh, like went to uh, code red. Co- Texas just went to code yeah. red. But here's my yes, question: Do you think international flights to come in the United States, which are I, I, I assume happening right now, that you need to have vaccine mandates for international travel? If you go to Canada, you do. If you go, say it again. Canada requires proof okay. of vaccination. Okay, I'm saying no. To fly into the United States, don't you need to have proof of vaccination from any country in the world? Or a well, negative saying, COVID test. You're saying that they're to, coming in. To come in, exactly. Yeah. International travel. I, I don't know. I think it's negative no. only. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's, it's you have ne- to have it's one, Okay, gotcha. It's one or the Can other. You, Tyler, look it up. Do you, you need have to have to vaccinated be... or a negative test? Yeah, when I came back from uh, the vacation in Mexico, you need either a negative COVID test, PCR, yeah. or your vaccination. So here's the, PCR, actually, the PCR test, they just, the CDC just <laughs> basically came out and said yesterday, throw the P- PCR test away. Last they can, week, they yeah. can be They can be positive up to 12 to 16 weeks after you're no longer. Well, traveling. no, it says here in the article, international travelers must all also the show proof of vaccination good. and a negative COVID test in order to board a U.S. bound flight and also. But by the way, here you go. It's so, both. David, this is this is this is coming from the embassy. Last updated December 17, 2021. All non-immigrant. You're, David, you're a non-immigrant, right? Or you're you're 
all non-immigrant, non-U.S. There you go. So non-U.S. citizen air travelers to the United States will be required to be fully vaccinated and to provide proof of vaccination status prior to hmm. boarding an airplane to the United States. So if you States, come to America you're and you're, you're a not a citizen, you have to be vaccinated. You ha- do you agree with that? Not at all. My aunt just came from Colombia. She didn't have to show any proof of vaccination. Are, are we well, gonna... Was it before December 17th? Yeah, she's come That's since why like before. Tr- oh, no. I mean, she came. Uh, she's been here. She's still here. When did she come? Did she she come? came uh, this year. No, 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 no. This no, is no. December seventh. Seven days ago. This is ten days ago. They just changed it ten days ago. Are we going to oh. talk oh, about? Oh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, this is just ten days ago. The two million people or two and a half million people that have crossed the southern border that don't have to be vaccinated, that don't have to have a mask, that nobody actually gives a shit about. You could just walk across the border and be. You could have Ebola, Fauci COVID. Said that's a complete different. <sighs> You're criteria. asking dangerous questions. You're yeah. asking dangerous questions. But, but, but go back to this. You guys still haven't answered my question here. Do you think? In the next two to four weeks, eight weeks, we're going to get to a point where Fauci is going to get up and say you have to have a vaccination don't. proof vaccine to travel domestically. I don't. What do you think, Gerard? No, I think I think this is I think this is a, a dog whistle letting you know that it's coming. That's what I think this is. I think this is, you know, just letting you know it's coming. And it's weird because it, it's coming out of both sides of the mouth, right? On this side, I think they're prepping us for it on the the air travel side. And then yesterday. We said we're going to go from 10 days to five days because we're concerned about the economy. We're concerned about too many people being, mm-hmm. you know, on that we could actually bring the economy to a standstill. You saw that. That's what yep. he said. Sure. If we have all these people on a variant that's not so severe, but required on a 10 day uh, quarantine. So on one hand, he's worried about the economy. On the other hand, he's not worried about the uh, the economics of the, the airlines. And he's saying, we're going to do this. But I think it's coming. And I think they're a little bit on both sides of their mouth. And scientifically, why does he still have a job? It's not, why, why is he still not fired? The scientific inconsistency on in this is pretty how, shocking. How, but what I'm trying to say is, because why is he not they, fired they're, they're in too Bring deep. somebody else in. Yeah, they're in too deep. And that's an admission that, that they lost control of it at this point if, if they fire him. Because they went so far by. They deified this guy. Well, I, I don't. So, I don't know about that because let me let me tell you the 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 Democrats can spin it all they want and say we never brought him in the first place anyway. Somebody yeah. else did. It's no. just time to he, have him. You know how long he's been away. in that position as yeah. the, the head of the thirty nine years. Did you see what Reagan? Did you see what Jimmy Kimmel did with Fauci? Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel did everything but get on his knees and gargle for this guy on, on, on TV. Whoa. So. We're talking about Listerine, water. right? He was yeah. salt water. No, well, Jimmy yeah. Kimmel does it either way. I don't really care. Here's the thing. Oh, my. Yeah, listen. I would have agreed with you guys a week ago. I don't agree anymore because the last two days, they have dumped so much on CDC. Re, re, they're, they're re-def- you can see the spin machine coming. And they're doing it right now during a dead news time. They're doing it when everybody's that we're in this weird kind of like sure. the nation's on vacation right now. We right. got that weird time between Christmas and New Year's, and they're uh, loosening the restrictions. They're loosening the mandates. They're uh, it came out, I believe it was Pfizer and Moderna now have myocarditis for kids. Uh, they have a. Um, What's it called? A warning on them now? Well, this was completely safe for kids. Now it has a warning. So they're they're trying to come to reason. And then the spin is going to be, oh, we were always the reasonable people. Because right now, even with the entire CIA behind them, they, there's so many people are going to vote against them in the midterms that they can't they can't cover. There's not enough dead people in Chicago to cover their losses right now. Right? So I think what's happening right now is a massive pivot towards and let's just be honest, right? You can disagree with me all you want, Adam, but Democrats love COVID. They love it. 
They'll never admit it, but they love it. COVID got rid of the orange man. COVID gave them complete and total control. COVID, COVID gave them the the key to the castle. It gave them the opportunity to completely. Now, totally when you say Democrats, are you talking politicians or people? It's hard for. It's a great because I don't know anybody. Very, anybody Republican, Democrat, moderate, I, liberal that I think loves. Was COVID. I was specifically talking about you. I no, was talking nobody about, loves COVID. No, bro. The, the, I disagree, and this is why. If you're talking about politicians, the and politicians, deep state, of course okay, maybe we'll go there. But, but I don't. No, I don't know any Democrats that are like, bruh. Nonsense. Love that COVID, dog. Nonsense. I love that. My, I love getting they sick. They love the power no. that it gave no, them. What? Can't convince me. By the way, by the way, but there's a part of him. I agree, but it's not everybody. So I don't put you in the Democratic uh, 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 community that he's talking about, okay? Mm -hmm. The other day on the flight, you guys saw that video with the lady punching a guy in the face? And then the same former your, Playboy model, former Playboy out, model, yeah. and she was on Baywatch. Excuse right? me, excuse me, Raider Nation cheerleader. Let me just add that. <laughs> well, you shouldn't add that yeah. because that's an embarrassment to anybody that's a Raider fan. You should have kept that to yourself. But it's been well covered, and it's we embarrassing to all of us. We were about to give some kind of real pride to Raider Nation in a minute here with John Madden, but it is what it is. The Raider Nation will oh, forgive you, Tom. It's headlines. It's yeah. everywhere. No, no, I agree. With, I'm giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. But check this out. Check this out. So this girl gets on the fly. Have you seen this video or no? I heard. I saw a headline. I didn't see the actual video. But can you though. pull up the video? The lady. So she gets on the flight. She keeps telling this guy, put your mask on. Tell him to put his mask on. Put your mask on. Her mask is down. She's yeah. telling this other guy to put his mask on. What? And then she says, she says, take your hands off me. And she calls him something. And she says, shut up, bitch. And then next thing you know, just pull up the video on Twitter right there. You play the video. You can play it? She Punches the guy in the face and spits in his face. This is a former, uh, uh, if you go on Twitter, you'll find a video a lot sooner than the way you're trying to look And the guy was 80 years old? Just go on Twitter, yeah. Assaulting 80-year-old man? What? Yeah, he was 80 years old. Okay, Uh, he was 80 years old. Click on that. I don't know why you're not clicking on it. Click on it. There you go. Uh, uh, There should be... uh, Go go to go back to Twitter. Um, um, Okay. Didn't you just have the video? Time is undefeated, man. Yeah. So anyway, so she punches him in the face. You can't find it. She punches. She has her mask down. No, no. She has her mask (laughs) down. They love it. Put your damn mask on. They love it, Adam. Yeah, brother. But I don't like. They love New York, Brooklyn, L.A., San Francisco. I don't know what's going on in New York, but I don't know anybody Republican or Democrat that quote unquote loves COVID. They love it. I don't know what that even means. They love it. They love there, the there, fact. There, there is. You know, if Al Davis was still alive, he would have said, wait a second, how fast is she? Can she play corner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the Raider way right there. That's right. Go ahead, wait, wait. I like this. It brings Just swing, baby. <laughs> yes, Can't find right. it, Tyler. Can't get it. So anyway, she... she Tyler, it's all over the place. I don't know how you they, can They'll never this. admit it, Adam. They'll never admit it. But who's but they? But in the deep, dark crevices of their cold progressive hearts there they are love people this thing. that do you're like saying it. like I aoc did. democrats progressive yeah, rashida talib i don't know i actually th- who are you I talking actually, about they I killed small think. businesses they hate small businesses here it is right here by the way okay make Uh-oh. it bigger you put volume make it bigger. up entertainment tyler mm-hmm. make it bigger and then go fast forward to like 30 seconds because you're gonna have to wait a long time we need john madden so here she is boom look she says put your mask on punch him in the face Older flight attendant. Pin Spits in his face. Back. Spits in his face. Good. I hope she does go to jail. A little scratch there. You see the claws? Oh, Fucking piece of shit. Piece of pussy. Sit down, Karen. Fucking piece of shit. Sit down, Karen. 
positive. Positive. It's a shame. But there are people who like the fact that they can use this as a way to tell you what to do. But she doesn't even have a mask on. But that's the, that? Like, I've seen hypocrisy before, but this is just insane oh, level of hypocrisy. Adam, Adam, she's Adam, not Adam. alone. Be honest she's with your reader. She's, she's quite a, there's a, quite a few people like that Dude, out there. Again, it's, I'm talking about the Democrats, but it's because it's them, bro. Like, And you don't have to answer How do you know she's Democrat. a Democrat, though? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, how do you know? I'm willing to make a significant I've never seen that. a Republican that passionate about someone putting on their mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming from a Democrat. They, okay. they call her COVID Karen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so uh, going back to it. Does she go you, to jail, though? When they land her out, she looks like she's got some good banter. If you continue with the video, the lady keeps recording. Cops came and took her. I don't know where she went afterwards. Guys, I'll be honest. Just to go forward with it again, David, real quick. Yeah. Dude, the French Laundry. These guys put all of California on lockdown, and then they're out eating with each other shoulder to shoulder at a thousand dollars. Do as I say, no, don't do as I do. It's nonstop. This Marie Antoinette shit is nonstop. Yeah, I, when Gavin, you're right, you're right. Oh, that's that's right. some psychopath shit. Gavin, hypocrisy Gavin, at its finest. Gavin. Look, this mm-hmm. leads to so so again. Now you have to realize. To me, if you make any more bad decisions between now and midterms, everybody knows it's not going to be pretty. But Tom, if let's just say. They flip 70 seats, 80 seats. If it's a bloodbath of all time, you got to figure out a way to not make it the bloodbath of all time. That's embarrassing. It's so bad that this story comes out, folks, just yesterday on uh, what's taking place. Where's that story at in regards to people retiring? Where's that story at? Uh, Okay, there's a page uh, five. Go on page five. Okay, so this story is absolutely mind boggling on what the story is surge in house democratic 2022 retirement announces as 2021 comes to a close a trio of democrats and a house representative representative stephanie murphy of florida lucille royal uh, royal roy ba- uh, ballard of california albio citas of jersey last week said that they'll retire at the end of the year rather than run again in 2022 midterms for another term in congress the latest news brought 23 to the number of House Democrats who are retiring or bidding for another office rather than run for re-election in 2022, with uh, when their party tries to defend its razor-thin majority in the House, the GOP needs to net gain of just five seats in the 435-member chamber next year to regain House majority at loss to Democrats in uh, 2018 midterms. Republicans have history on the side. On the average party that wins the White House in a presidential election loses more than 25 seats in the ensuing midterm election. How ugly you think it's going to get to the point where guys are retiring? Well, I think there's three things going on here. Thing number one is they know what you were about to say, Pat, or what I think you were about to say is correct. Right now, look, history's not on your side. Midterm is usually tough for the party in the White House. Okay, we have to contain our losses, point number one. But point number two is we have so much going on social. There's not, this isn't just a, a controversy, you know, like with Monica Lewinsky or something. This is a nationwide multi year pandemic that's hitting the economy. And now the wave is pushing back against the administration. So the administration has got that going on. And then the third thing that's going on is this is also historical. Right now, you've got a lot more Republican governors. And what is happening in the states is all the redistricting, which is why we've got these districts that look so freaking weird the way they're set. And so you have redistricting. Some might call that gerrymandering. Yeah, it is for Republicans or Democrats. It's gerrymandering. Mm -hmm. And so right now you've got a lot of folks that are feeling like their alternate party 
governor is gerrymandering them out of a seat that even if we didn't have all the COVID and all the national pandemic and everything that goes with it, right now there's a whole bunch of people that are being gerrymandered right out of a seat. Mm -hmm. So, and this is a trick that both sides use, but there happens to be more Republican governors right now. And so I think they got to contain, they have to contain, contain. And when these folks can announce retirement early, they can at least get maybe something of a candidate up. That's what I think is going on here. Yeah, for, well, they were also, you know, when when redlining happens, man, the far left in the party is where all the money is. That's where everything's coming from. And they're primarying their own people. So there's a, people, people don't realize there's a civil war within the Democratic Party right now. Oh, absolutely. And, and the progressives have won. The progressives have, have hijacked Nancy Pelosi because that's where the money is. And people like AOC, we talk about a lot because she's a firebrand and all. She's, a, she's not a very powerful person in, in, in terms of what she can actually accomplish as a legislator as a legislator, but she's an incredibly powerful person with her voice, her ability to, to raise funds. Her, you're talking her, about AOC. Yeah. I'm sorry, are you talking about AOC? AOC, or? Okay. yeah. So what they do, what the quote-unquote squad does, what Justice Democrats do, it's Justice Democrats, if you guys want to look it up on Twitter, if you want to know what Nancy Pelosi is going to say tomorrow, follow Justice Democrats today. They're a think tank, and they're, they're <laughs> probably the most powerful lobby in the world right now. So Saikot Chakrabadi is the most powerful man in America that nobody knows who his name is. Very, it's like very a chatty Cathy doll. You pull very, the string on yeah. those Democrats and Nancy Pelosi Very speaks. dangerous human being. So what happens is, is that they don't run in purple districts. They don't hmm. put progressives up in purple districts. They don't go after Republicans. They go after Democrats. They hollow out their own base. They mm -hmm. go after heavy blue areas, and then they run to the left of that. And that's what you're seeing, well, you know, the new New York governor. Probably why Cuomo was ousted was because he was, for all intents and purposes, a moderate in today's world. And they wanted far left push, hard left push, mm -hmm. wanted them to get on board. And got rid of them. So when you're looking at what's happening right now, you're going to see the left double down and triple down. Because they're going to lose in the midterms, and you're going to have, I guarantee you, mark this right now, an hour and a half into this podcast, AOC is going to grandstand and say, they didn't ask us to help. They didn't ask us to fundraise. They didn't ask us to come in. And she's going to blame the bloodbath on the fact that they tried to appeal to the moderate voter mm -hmm. instead of rally the left base. She wants to win on the fringe. She's not here for America. She's here for the revolution. And that's what's happening right now within that side. That's where the money's going. Yeah, but, but the, the, okay, so let's just say that's the case. Fine, you want a different angle. The angle I'm going right now is... Uh, are they going to be even more extreme between now and midterm? So you said, I don't think they're going to make, uh, what do you call it, domestic travel mandatory to be yeah, shown your vaccination card. Here's what I will tell you. I think it's a bad move if they do. I think it's going to hurt them even more at midterms if they do. I, I think the smarter move is not to do it. I agree. If, I agree with but, that. But, but by the way, here's the part. If they're strategic, don't do it. If they do it, they're going to piss off a lot of regular people that their job it relies on. It me off. Like, I'm not even double vaccinated. You know, Let, I'd be like, dude, what are you now, talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. Let so, me ask you this. Yeah. Can the Republicans keep Donald Trump shut up long enough to win the midterms like they need to win? Yes. Can they keep him no bottled way. up? Uh, no. Are you, are you saying to win the midterms? No, no they're going to win the midterms. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that's going to rally the left to come back out is Orange Man. Everything that's happened is Orange Man bad. Of course. Everything over the last six years that's happened in this the country. The only reason Joe Biden's a, the president a, a, is because the Orange a, Man. A brain drain on Orange Man. Well, well let, me, let me read that since stop, you're stop, saying keep that. Coming, let, let, keep me, let, me, let me read that since you're saying that because this, this takes it to uh, a story that came out with Trump and McConnell, right? Let's go into that story because it's mm -hmm. appropriate with what you just said. 52% of Republicans disapprove 
of Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. As Trump ramps up his pressure campaign to topple people, this is an insider story, a new Gallup poll found that 52% of Republicans disapproved the job of Mitch McConnell was doing as Senate Majority Leader as former President Donald Trump continued to call for the Kentucky Republican ouster. Meanwhile, 46% of Republicans said they approved of McConnell, a dismal approval rating in comparison to 71% approval rating by the same group for his counterpart in the other chamber, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, frequently referred McConnell as the old crow. Trump has criticized the Kentucky Republican for not sufficiently indulging his claim of a stolen 2020 election for helping to pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill and for cutting deals with Democrats to raise the debt ceiling. He continues to say, you're asking a question, is it going to stay out of it or not? Trump says he'll endorse Alaskan Governor Mike Dunleavy for re-election as long as Dunleavy doesn't back GOP Senator Lisa Murkowski's re-election campaign. Former President Trump praised the, the, the uh, president, the, the governor Dunleavy that's running, complete and total endorsement. This endorsement is subject to his non-endorsement of Senator Lisa Murkowski, who has been very bad for Alaska, including losing Anwar, perhaps the most important drilling site in the world, and much else. Uh, Murkowski was one of the seven GOP senators who voted to convict Trump in his February impeachment trial. Should Dunleavy fail to meet the conditions, Trump endorsement would be null and void and of no further force or effect, the former president said. So what, what does this mean? A uh, st uh, story came out yesterday saying if Trump, uh, Lindsey Graham said, if Trump wants to be the nominee, he can just say today and he's a nominee. Lindsey Graham quoted yesterday saying if Trump wants to just come out and say he's going to be the nominee, He's already probably. Well, we're nobody's shocked that, to use Gerard's term, Lindsey Graham is gargling on uh, Trump's yeah, but, but, orange but, man. No, I, don't, I don't think but, that was gargling. I think is, he's making a clear point. The, but the point is, that, listen, you guys are infatuated with this gargling stuff. I don't know what's going on with you guys. <laughs> we just want our breath to smell guys, good. That's all what are you doing right, for G? New Year's Eve? Go have some fun for New Year's Eve. I'll be Holy at the Soho House. Holy <laughs> Soho House is a membership, and it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, I don't I know, know if you know grand, that or bro. not. I wanted to kind of bring that up. Uh, but here's the point. He has so much influence today that he's poking everywhere. He's a kingmaker. Like, he's he, he, but he is a kingmaker. But at the same time, he's not sitting sitting on the sidelines. So here's a question. Here's a question. Say Republicans say they want to replace McConnell. Who's the uh, who's an, who's another person that could be someone that could give a fight for his money to be that? Because this is about to flip here in, in a minute. Senate? Uh, Rand Paul, your boy, I would Ted say Cruz. Rand, Rand Paul, or Rand Ted Paul. Cruz, Ted Cruz, Rand the, Paul or Cruz. Yeah. they're two of the most hated guys. No, do not put Rand Paul on Ted Cruz hateability scale. Well, no, wait a minute. There's it, McConnell say, and Ted Cruz on like the least liked people fine. in the world. I put Rand Paul, and then Rand Paul is what I mean. I said from the, of, by the left, Rand Paul. Are you kidding me? Have you seen what he's done to Fauci? Every single time there's a fear. Yeah, I, I don't think people hate Rand Paul speak, as much as Ted Cruz. I'm saying the left. I agree. I'm saying they still don't hate Rand. Paul as much as Ted Cruz. Uh, yeah. Ted Cruz have, is one of the least liked. Have you ever like... listened to any of the hearings? Yes, I have. And okay. with that, nobody yeah. likes Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. Ted Cruz's parents don't like Ted this Cruz. Is, but this is exactly. Ted Cruz's <laughs> face doesn't like <laughs> This is exactly, you know who hates Ted Cruz? Is Beto O'Rourke hates Ted Cruz. Yeah. The, uh, Trump the... called his wife ugly and disgusting, and he's like, you got my vote, Trump. <laughs> I mean, nobody likes Ted Cruz. Yeah, that was uh, before he had the beard. Now he's, now he's tough Ted. Yeah, the, right. uh, in Cancun. <laughs> the uh, look, this is exactly what I just said. AOC is doing. This is bad for American politics. The polarization working towards the fringes. It used to be you had to win the the center to win. Yes. Now it's working towards the fringes is, is where the money and the volunteers are. And it's it's a, again we're in a, we're just in this constant cycle of of this pendulum, this this Hegelian dialectic of getting further and further and further away to the edge. Somebody said Jim Jordan, by the way. 
What do you think about Jim, Jim Jordan, Jordan Trey Gowdy? By the way, Mitch McConnell is Trey Gowdy, bring back Trey. Yeah. Mitch McConnell's horrible. McConnell Mitch McConnell sucks. is awful. Yeah. Mitch McConnell is in the Dick Cheney, George Bush. He's a globalist. He is part of this. Again, my issue with the Democratic Party, this modern, this modern incarnation of the Democratic Party, we talked about this with Matt Zeller, is they don't give a shit about the American citizen. They are all about their international buddies. They are all, they are representing the international community. They are impri- they are are representing global interests, not us. That's my issue with them, and that's my issue with Mitch McConnell as well. Mitch McConnell doesn't give a shit about Kentucky. Mitch McConnell cares about his standing on the worldwide stage, and the more politicians that we have that we elect that represent global interests. Instead of their constituency, the worse this is going to get. So, I mean, that's that for all of his all of his evils, for all of the things that you don't like, Donald Trump, he never once appeared to care about global interests over the American citizen. That no, I he have tried to, give to disband NATO. I mean, he tried to break break up global alliances. There's something to be and said. NATO is pretty important, though. Don't he didn't you try think? to disband NATO? He tried to get France to pay their freaking bills. Exactly. He picked fight with he picked he, fights he, with he, our allies. He, Whether that's a good thing or picking, bad thing, we but, can debate. But, no, no, but, but again, he did but, that. But again, we have. But but I can't let you frame it in that way. We can't. We can't allow it to be framed that way. Having somebody pay th- what they're contracted to pay is not the same as picking a fight. If I owe you ten thousand dollars and you come to me and you're like, "Gee, where's my money?" and I'll be like, "Whoa, Adam, let's not pick a fight. That's not picking a fight. That's hey, pay up. Fuck you, pay me. Pay me." Again, whether that's right or wrong, he still did pick a fight with. I mean, he cozied the to dictators. Excuse me, excuse me. Pissy, he cozied right? to dictators. Cause they'd rather hang out up. with Putin and oh, and uh, excuse Kim me, Jong-un. Mrs. Merkel, you, you Mrs. Mrs. Merkel, rather than get what, along with Merkel and which, Macron and what uh, mob movie Boris was Johnson. What, what, what was the mob movie where the guy comes up? I think it was Joe Pesci. Guy comes up to him and was like, uh, you know, I got a I got a thousand dollar bill. Whoa, you want me to pay this bill? You're embarrassing me in front of all my friends. <laughs> how dare you embarrass me like this? That's what you're talking about. That's how, how Democrats act like. How dare you embarrass France? Make them pay their bill. Oh, God. We, we, we're, we're wealthy. We'll pay it. Screw you, Macron. Pay up. Pay up. How should he have handled it? What do you mean? How should he have handled I, it? I, I liked that about Trump. I liked that he didn't, you know, kowtow to the global interests. I like that about him. What I didn't like about him is that he picked fights with people he didn't need to pick fights with, and he pissed off people he didn't need to piss off. The guy wanted all the smoke all the time. Yeah, Didn't need that. But having somebody that actually, for the first time in, in years, seemed like they cared about the American citizen and not the global interests yeah. was very appealing. Well, in my opinion, I think he would have had a lot more people on his side if he would have explained how you would explained it. Hey, listen, guys. I'm here for America. And what's happening is these guys have a contract to pay 2% of their GDP. But he did. Not well, Pat. But No, no, but he did explain. He, it was he all over. giant Matter of fact, they were, they were, we even talked. There were <laughs> articles <laughs> yeah. showing exactly what they were not paying and how, how, much, how much of it America was paying. Exactly. They were showing I how much. Of, okay, I remember yeah. that. So, listen, if somebody's. He should have sold that better. Well, let me, let me tell you. Rather than. Let me tell you why he couldn't, okay? Yeah. And I, I agree with you, but this is also what needs to be understood about the moment. Who owns the New York Times? Who owns the You're media? You're saying the media wouldn't cover? The, 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 global, the media covered the him global, left and right. That's what I'm saying. But they who? can cover the words that are coming out of his mouth if he oh, would have said those words. God, you're so close, Adam. You're so close. Just one more step. Who owns the media? Well, obviously the libs. 
But and they you're are going to go China with and this. Where are you going with this? No, 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 no. Tech, the global community. Globalist. Okay. So if the global community owns the tech giants and owns the media giants, and Trump is going after the money of the global community, mm-hmm. how do you think the global community who owns those those information disseminators are going to present that information? He's going after our peeps. You need to write something, baby. That's it. Yeah, people. I'm talking about TV. I'm not talking about articles. Uh, most people aren't reading the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, or any of these outlets. They're just watching TV, CNN. whether it's CNN or Fox, MSNBC. They st- if if they just Trump goes live, sure. On if he Trump went live, they'd cover it on every network. Yeah. It's not biased. He's going live. But with ABC, NBC, they, CNN, Fox News, and he can still say those words. People can see it. And if he would explain himself rationally, he would have had a bet. He would have had more people in his corner. Okay, but uh, fair. I don't, I don't fair, dispute fair, that, fair, fair. I, Adam. I don't dispute that. But you, you, you just ran to a generality from a specific. No. The specific is is that he did explain that he was going to NATO to established countries like France and Germany, and he was going to ask them to pay their fair share of freaking Pershing missiles that we put in their backyard to protect their ass from Russia. Back Back in the day and now. So he's saying, I need you to pick up the tab for this. And you are a Western nation with a thriving economy and the means to pay. And our taxpayers, even though there's a benefit to keeping Russia on the defensive, shouldn't be paying it for you. If we elect, you know, aid missions and go around the world for other things, then we're going to do that. But I want you to pay your bill. And Adam, on this specifically, it was explained. It's just there's a lot of people out there, specifically in the global media, that did didn't want to hear this. Here's here's how you got to look at it. The, Adam, the average person goes like this. Average person goes like this. Average person looks at Trump and they're like, oh, uh, what he's saying is makes sense. Hey, mom, CNN, MSNBC, is he right? Is he right? No, he's not right. It's not fair to give one of our allies like France such pressures to have to pay their debt. They're going such troubles right now. What about the families? And they're like, what a greedy bastard to want to make. That's how this thing works. Yeah. I don't know if those kind of kind of conversations. Like, uh, okay, it, maybe, but I think no, some no, people it, could just. Wait, 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 not what? everybody's watching You're, the TV with their mom. No, 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 no. Thirty-year-old no, man no, no, isn't no, no, watching no, no, the TV. Saying, mom, can I'm I? I'm saying they. People can their formulate mom, their own opinions. Their mommy. Mom is CNN and MSNBC. That's what I'm saying. Dude, Pat. Mom is their CNN and MSNBC. They're looking at that saying, "What do they have?" You're making an analogy there. I thought they were literally asking. Dude, I agree with that so much because I've actually tried to, like, rationalize what happened in my mind. And the closest, like, analogy that I can come up with is, like, Hillary Clinton and every Karen in the world, they divorced America. They were like, I'm done with this shit. There's nothing. You ever met a woman going through a divorce? There is nothing that ex-husband can do. He ain't shit. There's nothing that dude can do. He's a deadbeat. He's this. He's that. There's nothing he can say. There's no jokes that are funny. There's no food that tastes good. When they are done with you, they are done with you. And listen, liberal white women, call it what it is. Liberal white women divorced America. Divorced it. Divorced Donald Trump. They divorced America when America chose Donald Trump. They said, I'm done. Burn this place to the ground. Give me my pink hat. I'm a going marching. And that's (laughs) it. They were done with it. There was nothing that man could have done where they would have given him any sort of credit whatsoever. They, they, we reached the he ain't shit moment of the divorce. We're talking about NATO right now and allies, right? Is that where, no, I, not you, but this general discussion, yeah? No, no. That's it, what we were talking it, about, it, paying your it, fair share. It led to you claiming that he was yeah. divisive with uh, our, our, allies. our allies. And then yes. he brought up saying the fact that it was towards France because France yes. wasn't willing to pay their fair share. They France expected and America, other countries. They expected mm-hmm. America to okay. pay for it. Yeah. Let me, 
do I agree with what you're saying? Yes. Let me just throw something back at you. Just for food for thought. Is Donald Trump a brilliant marketer? Yeah, I, th I think yes. he is. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Did he not come up with simple catchphrases to prove his point? Like hope and change? Not about that, but build that build the wall. <laughs> build the wall. I, I didn't actually find that that funny. That was good. Um, I build the wall. I believe lock you. her up. What else? Drain the swamp. Amer Three words. America You're first. telling me he couldn't have come up with make NATO pay? People have been like, oh, okay. Again. Like I, I get tell it. You. That wouldn't have been a bad fucking idea. Donald Trump Jr., we know you're listening right now. Adam Sauce is available. Adam Sauce is your next yeah. campaign Make consultant. NATO pay. People would have understood. Pay. I got yeah. It's not a bad Kai. idea. People would have. Kai, if you're listening, yes. I get a triple X Make NATO pay t-shirt ready. Yeah. I will wear that on the it's next It's simple. Pod. It's effective. People will get it. Rather than I, picking I'm fights here. with allies. Make that's NATO all I'm saying. Pay. He's a good marketer. Come up with something up, that's Frenchy. palatable. Something like that. Pay up, Frenchie. Rather okay, than so, going on and on. Yeah, about, I love it. Done it. I there love we it. go. That's all I'm saying. I love it. Oh, my gosh. We've lost control here. That was, that was a compliment to Trump. Trump. By the way, by the way, compliment to by Trump. way, Tyler, can you put that up, please? Can you put that up real quickly? This is why, this is why, currently, the most trending, the most, and I'm talking about the highest of the most trending merch we're selling today <laughs> for all of Valuetainment is yeah. this right here. Jason Gibson tweeted out, Christmas is here. Thank you, Valuetainment. He didn't just order one color. He got the white, the black, the hats, the Valuetainment. Let's go, Adam. Yeah. If dude. you don't, by the way, even Adam wears his shirt. Let's go. <laughs> Where's my cup? I was, I was rocking this. I was rocking can you, can you, uh, Hey, Kai, if you're free. on, put the Either link below to go on and order the shirt. Let's go, Adam. If pay, you're, up, pay up Frenchies next. Uh, no, you, know, so, you know what we need? A, he's a brilliant marketer. Guys, whether you like him or not, I want to get two more stories. Time's up. Put the time up, David. Okay. Let me go to the next door. CDC shortened this COVID-19 isolation recommendation to five days for asymptomatic people after some disease. Experts said 10 days was way too long. Go to page five. Tom, I think you got something to say about this. I'd like to go through two other stories after this. It was a steadfast rule for most of the pandemic. People with COVID-19 were isolating for 10 days uh, or they were asymptomatic for 10 days for the first uh, positive COVID-19 test. But the CDC altered the recommendation on Monday amid a steep rise in Omicron. Cases across U.S. people with COVID-19 who don't have symptoms should isolate for just five days then wear a mask around others for another five days. The CDC said his decision was motivated by the understanding that most coronavirus transmission occurs early in the course of illness, generally between one and two days before symptoms arrive and two to three days after a person becomes symptomatic. Tom. I, this is just, they're just moving the, they're moving the goal line here to, to benefit themselves because you should just translate what, everything that Fauci said to, we are very worried about the economy. Oh, wait, wait, I meant the midterms. And it goes back to what we were talking about before. This is, they're, they're just manu they're manipulating this for the benefit of the economy because they do see that if a bunch of people with moderate symptoms on a strain that doesn't appear to be as intense, and I would know something about this, um, is now we can move it down to five days because we don't want to bring the economy to a halt because now they need to care about the economy. Yeah, this is garbage trash politics 101. If they keep going the way that they're going, everybody who gets, like Pat said earlier, if you get infringed upon, 
that's a vote. I'm done. I'm done. One more thing. I'm just done with these people. So what do they do instead? They can't admit that they've lost the war on COVID. They can't admit that this thing, it, it, they, they, they've lost all credibility. So what they're going to do now is the same thing what, the, what a new administration does when they come into a city and they quote unquote clean up crime. How many COVID cases we got about? Can you go up to like, COVID cases like uh, data? Well, here's the thing. You, clean, COVID cases data. you clean up crime by saying, oh, instead of petty theft being if you steal up to 1,000, yeah. it's if you steal up to 10,000. So petty theft is down 100%. Yeah, it's not. People are still stealing $1,000 worth of stuff. You move the goal line to 10000 Now they want to take a victory lap. Watch. In a month, they'll be taking a victory lap that there's no COVID sure, cases. Yeah. Right. But all they did is just change the guidelines. Out, by the way. And Check then if the other out. party is in charge, go to, suddenly go to getting, from three months getting to shot in the 18 head months. is up 1,000%. Go three and months to all safe. time. Yeah. Watch this here. This is cases. All time. Trump goes till whatever the date is. January okay. 6th. I go to January 6th, and then it drops, and then spike. Not just any kind of a spike, a massive spike. Now go to death, go to uh, the top left, instead of, instead of clicking new cases. It yeah, looks like go a crypto chart. Like, what's the Watch this. Watch this, what this looks like. Okay. Up, up, down. Cases are high. Deaths haven't caught up, which means the percentage is lower than what it was with a year ago. But it's still a spike on where they're at right now. So, okay, all good. Let's go. So you think, Tom, this can is I, a gimmick? Can, you can got I, comments I, I on I just this? have a question. Yeah, go for it. What I, I want I right now. manipulation. What I want right now are solutions. Meaning, none of us have medical degrees. We can complain on how much we hate Fauci and cases. and gov- I think we all have strong opinions. What's your solution to what's happening right now? Solution-oriented, not complaining. When the Democrats lost LeBron, that's when everything changed. I really believe that. When LeBron sent out that tweet of Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man where it was COVID, cold, flu, that sent shockwaves through everybody. Again, what's the solution? Our profit. If we lost our profit, then we've lost everybody. And they pivoted immediately. I really believe that was the impetus for the pivot. So what's your solution? I called that two months ago. I said LeBron's going to change the game on COVID and China. Watch in the next 6 to 12 months. LeBron also tweets something about China. That's against China. 6 to 12 months. Watch. Why? Watch. Just watch. I bet you he, called it, he called that la- huh? last bet podcast. Bet you a dollar? Bet you a dollar. In oh. 2020, it happens. 2022, 20, it happens. 2022. A but dollar. Can, we, can, you so, can you give me some solutions here? Can we get a solution? The so solution what, how should we? Ha- it goes away. It goes away. We live our lives. What goes like, away? Well, it goes, we Wait, live our you're lives. Talking about, you're talking about the solution for this? Just in general. Let me ha- tell COVID's you, here. Let, it's let real. Live, People are getting it. You made a comment. You made a sarcastic comment. And you said, none of us here are doctors. Okay? I didn't say I didn't but, mean it like sarcastic. But, 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 I meant but, like, what's our so solution? Other words, oh, wait a minute. Here wait. So all we're going to do is complain. None wait. of us have a no, solution. Stop, is that all stop, we're doing? Stop, stop, Who's complaining? If you want to wear a mask, no, I'm saying let, so I'm give me a solution. So, let, me so, let me live my life. Let me ask you guys a question. Mira, por favor, con permiso. Oh, when Pat's not speaking Spanish, Dude, you know I mean, it's verdad. It's, 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 I don't know what else to say to you. I'll say it with a Mexican accent. Escuche, Cuyo. Yeah. So, do you know who Robert W. Malone is? Dr. Yeah. Robert W. Malone. Malone? Yeah. Who is he? He's nobody on Twitter anymore. So he he is the one that invented the mRNA technology. Okay, Mm -hmm. he came out with the mRNA technology. Yeah, and and he has called out against his own invention, Mm -hmm. saying this is not, you know, it's not good. Yeah, he is fighting and arguing against it. 
The guy had 511,000 followers. His account got suspended. He's on Joe Rogan today. Mm. Okay? So here's the thing. Small little podcast. Got when, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you heard of the guy. He's a pretty solid guy. Yeah. yeah. So Joe is going to have him on today. Spotify is kicking ass. Shout out to Spotify. Yeah. FYI, everybody that wondered if it was a good move to go to Spotify, Joe Rogan was right <laughs> to go to Spotify. And kudos to Spotify for saying, we don't give a shit. We just want eyeballs. They're capitalists. Phenomenal. Got to love it. Hopefully the leadership doesn't change, by the way, with the direction they're going. Here's the point. You said, well, we're not really doctors and experts, you know. We're I not, didn't say it but sarcastically. That's the, that's the tone okay. I felt. I felt that yeah. tone. We're <laughs> not really doctors. Well, you want me to say it to you in Spanish now? Tenemos doctores. It's that okay. Ivy yeah. League condescension. <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> Cornell. All right, scholarships. But <laughs> button up for a second, guys. Here's the point. Here's yes. the point. The point I'm trying to make to you is, the point I'm trying to make to you is, even doctors who are experts cannot even voice their opinions today. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. The problem is Fauci only goes on podcasts and channels that are asking questions that he agrees with. Softballs. The only person, go to your guy, Dr. Mike, whatever the guy name was, Dr. Mike, pre-COVID. That's go my guy now? Okay. Yeah, he was your neighbor is what I'm trying to say. Pre-COVID, the guy had three, four million subscribers. You know how many subscribers he got on 10 YouTube? 10 million. Maybe. 10, 11 million. Yeah. You know why? Because on the homepage, it was always Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike, Dr. Mike. And guess what Dr. Mike did after we did the interview with Jack, uh, Judy Mikevitz? Dr. Mike gets up there and says, she has no clue what she's talking about. She's this, she's that. I call. Booker calls. Right. We get him to book. He cancels the debate with Judy Mikevitz because God forbid if she calls him out. So these are a bunch of cowards, if you ask me. If you have the audacity to face an opposition, if you, Dr. Fauci, feel your argument is so solid, come to our podcast. Go to Rogan's podcast. Face off somebody. Let's see a real good mm -hmm. debate. That's who I respect. If you're that confident, you're right. I'm not the expert. I'm not the doctor. I'm not the virologist. Go debate a virologist that deba disagrees with you and let you. American people learn. What's wrong? with that there's nothing wrong with well, that how does that benefit so, the people in power so but the solution he asked what the solution is to me the solution is debate to me the solution is let's put a debate guess what remember that one girl that represents exactly. nra what's the girl's name that represents nra the attractive girl dana lash dana lash she's a beast right guess what they do a town hall meeting have you seen this town hall meeting that they did yep. with dana lash and they brought a cop and they brought all these guys it was like seven against yep. one against yep. Dana Lash. Can you pull up Dana Lash debate, town hall, whatever it was, just to show the picture, images, not video. You know what she does? Here's what she does. She sits there in front of nearly 10, 15,000 people. I don't know how big the audience is. And she debates everybody, makes her point. They make fun of her. That guy disagrees with her. She simply sits there and gives her case. Mm -hmm. Every boo, rah, boo, it is the most disrespectful session towards her, but she had the audacity to sit and face off representing the NRA. I'd love to see Fauci sit against somebody that disagrees with them, but no, God forbid we can't have debate today well, in America. His, his handshake if he gets God a question from Rand Paul. God forbid we cannot have a debate in America today. So that I think is a solution and we have a problem because we so can't have So your solution debate. is have debates. I agree with that's you. That's an understatement. Yeah, okay. It's well, an understatement. Like Sanjay Gupta went on Rogan. He, had, he gave him tough questions. Props. Respect to him Props for that. to him for doing that. What's but your it, solution, it goes, But it goes beyond debates. We, we, my solution is to admit reality. Right, right now, they're trying to social engineer us. One of the stories we may not get to is about Thomas Paine. And that's just indicative of everything. This is one of the American founding fathers. Founding father, and yeah. if you post a quote from him, your page gets taken down. So it, it, it goes beyond, it's not about not even having the debate. Now they're actually suppressing 
They're mm. suppressing information that's, a that's, that's counter to the narrative. The narrative is all. Power is that's, all. I agree with you. I actually full-on, full-on agree with you. But how does that handle COVID? What do you mean? COVID? Dude, what, can we even have a discussion on what's real and what's not on COVID? My page got demonetized. My Facebook page, 125,000 subscribers. Demonetized for saying, guys, this very clearly came from a lab in Wuhan. A year and a half later, everybody now admits that. My page is still demonetized. It'll never come back probably, right? So if you're fighting against an apparatus, all right, that has all the power, and they are trying to social engineer a reality that doesn't exist, mm -hmm. right? What, what you're saying, what the solution to that is, the solution to COVID in particular, this isn't, this is no longer about COVID. This hasn't been about COVID for a long time. COVID isn't the issue. Government's reaction to COVID is the issue. People have figured out how to live with COVID. People have figured out how, how to survive in this world. A lot of people, you can't, like, for example, when, when the guy in Texas died of Omicron, you know, and everybody all over the, we have our first Omicron death. It turned out some in, intrepid journalist, one, if there's left in the world, called up and said, can you confirm the coroner's office? Can you confirm that this guy died of? He goes, well, he died with. We don't know if he died of it. Right. So, whoa, why won't you say he died of it? Well, because we really can't confirm if he died of it. it. It was present in his body at the time of death. So now how many of these deaths, how much of this hysteria right. Right, can be re-diagnosed. I think debate is a solution, to be honest with you. I, for me, I agree. For me, I love the fact that these guys are being held accountable, that somebody can push them and say, I disagree with you. But you, the word disagree you can't use today. Yeah, mm -hmm. We sit here and we talk, and what do you say? I don't know if I agree with you guys with the home pricing. I think so many people that are buying a house and they can't even afford it two years later, they lose the house. I don't Guess what? Fantastic. Let the audience sit there and say, I agree with Adam. Tom has no clue what he's talking about. I screw Pat. I agree with Tom. I don't know about Gerard. I agree with Gerard. But Pat, how, how do you have debate? We, we can't have that at the next level. Pat, we how do you have, have debate? At the next level. Serious question. How do you have debate if Dr. Mike says the company line and gets 10x the amount of, of views? Yeah. And if well, you he say the something. Solution, he has a solution. But my, my re rebuttal to you is the following rebuttal. First of all, um, you know, uh, 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 you know how when these guys get into a ring and they get knocked out, and it's like, oh my gosh, what a moron! The guy got knocked out. Look at his ass, freaking embarrassing. It was terrible. No. The guy got in the ring. Tyron Woodley. No, no. All I'm trying to say is he had the audacity. Not Tyron Woodley. Anybody. Anybody. He had the audacity to get in the ring, right? Like I, I hate to watch Fedor's last ten fights because mm -hmm. it's just hard for me to watch his last mm -hmm. ten fights mm -hmm. because it's like you know, it's it's a. Fedor's a Fedor, like a legend, right? Yeah. Here's the point. Trump got into it with anybody. You want to, CNN, you want to buy Trump? You think if CNN invited Trump today, he'd go on TV tomorrow? You think if MSNBC invited Trump, he'd go on MSNBC tomorrow? Like this. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid. When's the last time you saw Biden on Fox News? Yeah, never. But, but again, let me, when's the last time you saw Biden on Fox News? So now let me go back to him on the question he Bernie asked. goes on Fox News, though. I, that's why I respect Bernie. Mm -hmm. what, what have you heard me say about Bernie? I think Bernie's a true believer. I don't think Biden's a All true right. believer. Here's the point I'm going to give the answer to, to Gerard. So he said, I think there's a major, uh, what did you say about the Democratic Party? There's a civil war going on, right? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think there's a civil war also going on a little bit on the Republican Party. It's always the other party that's got the civil war. The Republican Party doesn't have a civil war. Who's a spokesperson for the Republican Party? Who's got to be Trump. No, I'm not talking like, not, not the, like, you know how you said the real powerful person for the Democrats is? So, but the yeah. point is, who's that guy? Behind closed doors. It ain't Carl Rove. Used to be 20 years ago. Right. Who is that guy today? Who's sitting there saying, hey, stop bitching. Not Dick Cheney anymore. Stop bitching. Stop allowing 
a freaking Forbes to be sold to China 95%. The next time Twitter's on sale, buy the damn company. TikTok USA is for sales by the damn company. Like, remember when mm -hmm. Trump pushed TikTok, where mm -hmm. TikTok was forced to sell to a U.S.-based company? Mm -hmm. Do you guys remember that story? Yeah. Yep. I don't know if you remember or not. Yeah. Why didn't somebody buy it? The Koch, the Koch brothers are too busy stealing uh, petrochemicals. That's the problem right there. So if you really want to play Brother, the there's game. There's only one of them. Oh, that's if, right. That's if, right. Sorry. If you really want to play the game, if you really want to play the game against the opponent, be a little bit of a better opponent. You're not a good opponent right now. Republicans are not a good opponent right now, just so you know. They're not the most unified, brilliant, strategic. No. Yeah. They're just sitting there saying, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to be good. They don't realize one day they're going to wake up and realize there's something that's got more currency than money. <laughs> and that money that as much as 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 much wealth as you got there's something called regulation and laws and controlling and dictating what you need to do and what kind of a life you're going to live there's nothing you can say about the laws that we can create we can ruin your life right. all your billions good for you we don't mm -hmm. give a shit do as we say might, or else might dot, dot, right. dot. but who do you think it is but the amazing point by the way who do i think it is what yeah i don't think there's anybody it's just they just who, Watch who? Trump, and they just do what he no, says. Is there anybody behind closed doors no. that's actually running no, no, the show? The, the, the crypto libertarians. The crypto libertarians might save us after all. Who knows? Maybe. I think they're good for society. I thought right. so too. Last quick story here. Funny story to wrap up with. Alexa tells ten-year-old girl to touch oh, life God. plug with a penny. Now, whether this is a mistake or not, yeah. it's an interesting story. I don't know if it's that funny. Right. No, it's not. It's an Alexa tells ten-year-old girl to touch life plug with a penny. BBC story. Amazon has updated its Alexa voice assistant after it challenged a ten-year-old girl. It challenged a ten-year-old girl to touch a coin to the prongs of a half-inserted plug. The suggestion came after the girl asked Alexa for a challenge to do. Plug in the phone charger about halfway into the wall outlet, then touch a penny to the exposed prongs, the smart speaker said. <laughs> the dangerous activity known as a penny challenge began circulating on TikTok and other social media websites about a year ago. Metals conduct electricity, and inserting them into live electrical sockets can cause electrical shocks, fire, and other damage. <laughs> How bad is this for Alexa, by the way? So Alexa just searched the web for challenges and just said the first thing that it, it came up. It came up because that was wow. the thing that was. Mm -hmm. That's a uh, that's uh, yeah. You know, it's so funny. We got all these movies about how like Skynet takes over and it's a whole bunch of Terminators <laughs> coming, but it's that's not going to be it at all. We have an entire generation that that just listens to everything. The is phone this on says. Alexa? Is this on Amazon? Is this on the yeah. parent? Is this on the kid? Who's this on? The Jeff Bezos and his population. It's, 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 it's a TikTok. small design flaw in. It's just yeah. Alexa looks up. Well, but who do you think it's on? It, it, should a ten-year-old kid have access to Alexa? No. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. No, I. That's what I'm saying. Well, the mom Alex, was there. Alexa. This is, the mom was there. This is on TikTok for its dumbass no challenges like the bleach do. challenge no, and no. the Tide pods right, and all. I don't that. know. Well, let me tell you something. Wasn't there a funny one with Alexa where a kid was ordering like ten thousand dollars? You got a ten-year-old sitting around there. Alexa, play Scarface. What she's saying is, she's saying that the mom was there playing the game against Alexa. So. I don't know. If that's the, it's a good publicity stunt for something to go viral. Is it going to hurt Alexa's sales? You think Alexa's going to no. be hurt by this? I don't think it's going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, there's, no. I feel like this is obviously bad for Alexa. I but then, and then you have you someone, buy. this is obviously a 10-year-old girl. Then you have Jelaine Maxwell that's looking at this and being like, oh, it can oh, get worse. We didn't even talk about yeah. Jelaine Maxwell. <laughs> we come. Maybe we'll talk about the tomorrow with Brandon Shop. Folks, tomorrow's podcast is at 1 o'clock, not at 9 o'clock. It'll be with Brandon Shop tomorrow at 1 o'clock. 
uh, right boy. here. Yes. Are tomorrow. Brandon Schaub and Gerard going to wrestle in, in set? That, that Ooh, could that happen. Be, I'm that, a big oh fan. Boy. I'm a big fan. I think he'd be, mess you up, bro. Make some killer <laughs> maybe, maybe you can instigate tomorrow. But maybe? Tomorrow, one That's o'clock. a definite, coach. Maybe tomorrow, 1 o'clock. <laughs> Join us on the podcast tomorrow. This will be a three-week, three-day-a-week this week. We've done it because we didn't do anything last week. Tomorrow, 1 nice. o'clock, Eastern Standard Time. Put it in the calendar. Great Gang. podcast, guys. Great Put it podcast. in the middle. Yeah. 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 Awesome yeah. stuff. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Happy New Year, guys.